and welcome into the playoff edition of the Coach Derek Hunt Show. Uh, we had an opportunity earlier in the week to meet with the head football coach of your Red Rebels, and here's the comments from Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, welcome in. Uh, again, always fun talking to you. You're going to do it a little earlier uh, this week as, as you prepare for your matchup, your week two in the playoffs matchup. Uh, but, uh, Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great, Wayne. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Coach, uh, a little different uh, dynamic as uh, we've uh, we've had a unexpected bye week uh, last week. But uh, just to kind of recap, two weeks ago you finished another uh, perfect regular season defeat Heritage uh, on uh, on on week ten or game number ten of the season. Uh, again, a good night for your team, a, a good team win, and really a, a a beautiful night there at Heritage High School. It was a gorgeous night, and I do think we got off to a quick start offensively, and that's always good to see. And our kids played really well, and and you know got to play some young guys there in the second half, so it was a really good night for us. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know a healthy night, if you will, uh, not a not a ton of injuries that that would come up or get dinged up. You were able to play a lot of young guys, as you said, and uh, and get off to to what was another. Uh, playoff appearance for those Red Rebels again had already sealed the uh, the district championship or the region championship and was just finishing uh, a regular season that uh, had been anything but uh, regular. No, that's exactly right. It's been uh, it's been interesting to say the least, and uh, you know, but I think our kids have, have handled it really well, and then we're certainly excited about um, what lies ahead of us. But as at the end of that game, you know, we, we kind of got off the air, you know, had Noah Vaughn as our player of the game, and we were really excited for, for the opportunity because it had kind of come to, to a deal uh, there by the end of the game time uh, that you were going to be able to see Science Hill in week number one. They were going to come to our place and, and see the Red Rebels, the Hilltoppers Rebels, uh, in what is uh, almost a perennial matchup uh, in the playoffs, normally normally around two if, if, if they come this way. But uh, we're going to see them week one after they drop the, the week 10 decision uh, to Bearden. But uh, as the week progressed, uh, Science Hill had to, uh, to call the game, had to forfeit based around some, uh, some protocol. Uh, unfortunate for the Hilltoppers uh, and, and a little bit of a, a transition for you. Yeah, we were bummed for sure, disappointed. We wanted to play, and, and I hate it for Coach Carter at Science Hill if they had to make that decision, I know it's not something that he wanted to do either. And so it was unfortunate for, for all parties. You know, but our kids, you know, it was disappointing, kind of almost shocking. You, you, see, it, you see other games being canceled, and you never think it's going to happen to you. And then, you know, it happens to us. And so it was a little shocking, a little disappointing for sure. But our kids handled it so well. We had two great days of practice at the end of the week. Didn't even know who we were, who we were preparing for yet, but – but we get, but we got after it. I thought we got better. Well, and I, and and I don't know if it eased any any minds or or if it put anything in, out there uh, that either one of the teams that you were going to see based on the the matchup of Farragut and Bradley uh, did did that help in in some level of the preparation that you had seen both those teams before? Uh, yeah, I mean that always it, it can help you and hurt you. Honestly, I mean you don't know what's at the next time. You know, it's not going to be the exact same. So. You know, as the as the news broke, and again, Larry was really great to to get us informed quick uh, about the cancellation. But uh, you, you know, uh, 
Jude, Chris, and I were talking about, you know, this could be a this could be a really good. Uh, I don't want to say momentum shift, but this could be a really good time uh, to have. Let's just air quotes uh, uh, an, another bye week, uh, an opportunity to if there's anything that ails you, kind of get cleaned up, and then ultimately, like you said, had two good days of practice at the end of the week, some time to work on things that isn't necessarily preparation for an opponent. Did uh, did the Rebels take advantage of that? We certainly try to. I think that's all you can do. You know, you just do the next right thing. And, uh, you know, we thought the next thing to do was to, you know, just keep keep preparing and, and try to get better at some things that maybe we hadn't had time to work on in a while because you you're always getting ready for an opponent. So, you know, we did some of those things. I do think that we were able to clean up some areas, just almost fundamental stuff, you know, and so that was the goal. And I think we did a good job of that. And 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 so looking at that now, you it's been two weeks since you've played football. Uh, again, d- different things going on, of course, in the community and 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 in and around the state and and really country, uh, as far as COVID protocol and, and different things. Uh, how how and I know you can't speak specifics from that standpoint, but how the Rebels look coming in into week uh, to week two of the playoffs? I mean, considering. All things doing as good as we can do. I think everybody's dealing with it. We're not the only ones dealing with it. It's it's equal opportunity, you know. It's it's getting it's getting everybody. So, but that's just it's just like late in the year. Everybody has injuries, you know, uh, and everybody's banged up, bumps and bruises, and you know, you're, typically when you get deep into the playoffs, Wayne, there's always teams that are losing, missing guys that they they started out with, you know. So you know, it's it's nothing that any that you know not everybody's not dealing with. So you know, all we can do is have a lot, have a bunch of guys prepared, a bunch of kids prepared to play, and and, and hope that uh, that they'll go out there and, and put them in a chance to be successful. That's our goal. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and you know, uh, something we have had the opportunity to do all throughout the season, and again, missed the opportunity one week ago, uh, is to review one of the great assistants on your staff there from Maryville High School. A little assistant coach spotlight, as we've kind of called it, and uh, and this week will be no different. Got Coach Ramsey uh, on the docket. Yeah, Chad Ramsey. Um, Chad, this is his second year with Maryville High School, and he coaches our defensive line and defensive tackles and, and just does such a good job. You know, he played at Kenwood High School in, in Middle Tennessee and and went to Carson Newman and played football there. But he was actually he wasn't coaching when we got him on our staff. He was in Knox he was in Knox teaching in Knox County and, and he got a job at Coulter Grove Intermediate School in their special ed department. And, you know, we had heard really good things about him just in general, how he works with kids and when I met with him, I was so impressed, and he has just been such a huge asset to our team. And you know, obviously, it's, from a standpoint of he's been there, he's done that, he knows what he's talking about from a defensive line perspective, having played that position, and he just does an unbelievable job relating to our kids. And, and so that's what I've been most impressed. And I think that it's just a carryover from what he, from what his day job is. You know, he just, you know, he, he, he him being able to relate to kids in a positive manner and be a positive influence on them trickles over to the football field. He's doing the same thing for our defensive linemen. I couldn't be more excited uh, that we've got him on our staff. And I tell you, that that's a that's a unit that uh, you, I don't want to say is unsung because I think they, they get a – 
they, the the reaping of the benefit of what they're able to do opens up things for that linebacking crew and, and really some other the other positions. Uh, but they've they've really been workers this season, really getting pressure on the opposing quarterback. Uh, when 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 yeah. opposing teams have a really good back, you know they kind of stretch that and and force them to to kind of be perfect. And I, I think it's a crew that's really really worked hard this season. Well, they've got great motors. You know, they've our, our D line plays with such great high, just high energy, and they get after it, and they run to the football, and they play with great technique. And you know, Coach Upton. And Coach Ramsey, they just do such a great job coaching that up. You know, I hear coaches all the time say, you know, we're not going to coach effort. And I just disagree with that. I think that, you know, in that in today's world, it's really hard to convince a kid that it's worth giving great effort play after play after play. And we have to do that as coaches. That's our job. So, you know, we do coach effort. We celebrate. One of the ways we coach it is we celebrate great efforts at Maryville. Coach Ramsey's right up there on top of that, and and just does a phenomenal job. Absolutely, absolutely, and and you know, Coach Ramsey's a a, a little bit, uh, you know, as we've walked through this coaching staff, there's a lot of fixtures uh, in this coaching staff. Guys that have been there and, and had a, a number of years at Maryville High School. Uh, he he is uh, not maybe that many years, but uh, making a significant impact for the Rebels. He does a great job, uh, just like all of our coaches do. I've been so so happy that we get to shine a spotlight on each and every single one of our coaches on this staff. And, uh, you know, he just fits the mold for exactly what we're looking for. Absolutely. So, Coach Ramsey, the the assistant coach spotlight in what is a a very well-old machine of a Maryville High School coaching staff. And, and Coach Hunt uh, does a great job each and every week, not only of talking about what uh, what what they do on the football field, because I think we, we see the benefits of those those advantages, but how they they impact kids, how they build relationships, and ultimately where they teach in the community. Because I think I think just the blanket statements like "oh, they all teach at Maryville High School." That's not necessarily the case with this staff, right? That's correct. We're we're actually spread out all over the school district. Every single one of them is in the district, but we've got them at both intermediate schools. We've got them at the junior high, and we've got them at the high school. So you know, we're really fortunate to be spread out because I think it's uh, it's just. Another cool thing about Maryville City Schools is that we have football coaches in a lot of buildings, and I don't think there's any question that, that kids are excited about that. Absolutely, and, and a lot of those kids get to meet those coaches before they uh, before they get to the high school at, at those at that's that right. opportunity. So that's that's awesome. And again, this week's spotlight on Coach Ramsey uh, there uh, for Maryville High School. But Coach, let's take our uh, our break here in the interview process, and then uh, when we come back, we're going to pre- preview the matchup this Friday night uh, with Bradley Central, a rematch of an earlier matchup, but a a, a different dynamic as it's playoff time. Uh, here in 6A. But you're listening to the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here on WGAP Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 
2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here as we preview next this week's matchup. Uh, again, this Friday night, uh, the matchup with Bradley Central High School. We're here with the head football coach of your Red Rebels as we look ahead uh, to what Friday night could be. Uh, coach, you, you've seen the Bears of Bradley Central once before, but this is a different dynamic. Playoff week, uh, what, what do you see from the Bradley Bears? Well, they're certainly playing their best football right now, and they've got a huge win on the road last week against Farragut. And, you know, it's a momentum builder. And that's what, you know, we didn't like about not being able to play last week is, you know, anytime you get into a playoff and you get, you get a win, you build momentum. 
And, you know, I hate that we weren't able to do that because that's so much of what the playoffs is all about. So uh, they got to go have a big road win and build build a bunch of momentum and they're feeling good about themselves and they're playing really good. So they should be. So, you know, uh, you know, Coach David Floyd does a great job and and they're going to be, you know, they'll be prepared and ready to play. You know, Bradley was a team that uh, one of just a few, uh, a couple teams that that took the Rebels to the half with a lead uh, on this 2020 season. The, the final score ended up being 35-13 the last time the Rebels and the Bears locked horns. But uh, uh, really, a team that that game planned very well uh, early on for the Rebels. But uh, again, the Rebels came out on top. Yeah, they had a great plan when we played them last time, and they executed. Turned the ball over a couple times in the first half, which killed us. And can't do that in a big game, obviously, and uh, and expect to win. So we've got to be better in that department this week. And I thought they did they did a really good job. Keep continuing to feed their running back, who uh, the Burks kid, who just Devon Burks, I think's his name, and he's just so hard to tackle. And but they just continued to do what worked. And credit to Matt Moody, their offensive coordinator, for for finding something that works and sticking with it. And we, we made adjustments, too, on defense. Gave us a much better chance of getting off the field. And so and so hopefully, you know, we'll learn from, from that and, and be better, you know, this time out, more prepared for their run game and, and more prepared to take care of the football. Well, you talk about that, and, yeah, you turn them back a couple times in the second half. But then since that meeting, uh, you, you've not only seen Mr. Javon Burks, but also – uh, you saw Jalen Hunt, uh, the big kid from McMinn, McMinn County. Uh, do you think those those uh, dynamic kind of a not I won't say similar running back, but elusiveness is very similar. Uh, do you think seeing Jalen Hunt and now being able to revisit Javon Burke, kind of knowing that dynamic, uh, do you think uh, your team defensively is more equipped? I think so. You know, I think I think we're only getting better. And you know, anytime you see a good running back. It's going to make you better the next time you see him or somebody else who's really good. And, and our defense has continued to improve. We've continued to build depth. That's been huge. And, you know, I, I just think that, our, you know, our guys are going to be motivated to play. You know, there's, that should not be a factor. Now, whether we play well or not, it's a different story, you know, but, but we're going to have, we're, we should be motivated. Obviously, we didn't get to play last week. We should be, you know, itching. I know I have been. I'm, 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 it's been weird, you know. You just take it for granted. You really do. So I think our kids are going to be are going to be ready to go. Absolutely, and you know, I, I'll say uh, you, you've never uh, I've yet to see a letdown game uh, for the Red Rebels. So again, motivation should not be an issue. Having the week off, hopefully that is that has helped from a health standpoint. And and again, a get back to basics uh, kind of way to look at things. Uh, but uh, this Friday night, it's Maryville, it's Bradley Central, and it's playoff implications uh, again uh the history the record uh shows that much in favor of the uh of the red rebels but uh i would venture to say uh you don't look back a whole lot you just look ahead to friday night i couldn't tell you one <laughs> <laughs> one record overall record uh, we, don't, we don't really talk much about streaks and records and numbers at Maryville. we just we just enjoy going out and practicing each day and, and trying to get to one and oh that week and then you know, you enjoy on a Saturday if you win, and you learn from it if you lose. And then on Monday, you hit the reset button, you just go after it again. So, yeah, I couldn't tell you anything, but we are really excited to get to, to be in the second round of the playoffs. I can tell you that. Yeah, I give uh, Mr. Mister Heron there, Mr. Troy, at the 
the Daily Times. I give him a hard time because I think he knows every streak. Uh, he has he them, does. He has them written down. So, uh, again, Coach, yes, I, I, I hope any streak that you have uh, continues this Friday night. But uh, I appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming in, talking with us. And ultimately, uh, this Friday night, wish you the best of luck against the Bradley Central Bears. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Again, Coach Derek Hunt right here on your uh, your station for Rebel Sports, WGAP Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. But if you've enjoyed this content, stay hold, because at, after these commercial breaks, we'll jump to Friday night and we'll jump to pregame uh, commentary there from the stadium as, as myself, Chris Hips, and Jude Ellison jump on the mic to talk about Maryville, talk about Bradley Central, and talk about round two of the 6A TSSAA playoffs. But we'll talk to you then. If, if not, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blunt County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Jerome Moon would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blunt County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blunt County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? 
then check out the many job openings and company career pages at blountareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso and Maribel is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And good Friday to you and welcome inside the Bob Ramsey State Representative pregame show as uh you know, you just got done listening to the Coach Derek Hunt show. Excited uh, to be back at Maryville High School at Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field, uh, to see the Maryville Red Rebels play. But uh, Chris Hips, Jude Elson joins me on the mics. 
again, guys, I was supposed to be back a week ago to see the Hilltoppers of Science Hill, but uh, a little a little COVID protocol changed that dynamic. Uh, the Hilltoppers had to forfeit and forego the playoffs here in 2020, and the Red Rebels got a uh, de facto bye week uh, there to open the 2020 playoffs. But, guys, how you doing? Going good, going doing good. great, man. Ready for this game? Oh, absolutely. Ready to go is is indeed twenty eight minutes, and it's already dark here at at, at Maryville High School. So, man, it's uh, it's it's. Uh, I guess you don't call it winter football yet, but it's definitely a fall night here at Maryville High School. Uh, the Red Rebels are in the All Blacks, back in black at home, and then uh, Bradley Central rolls in in the Road Unis, uh, white jerseys, white numbers. Got to love that. Yeah, yeah. I got the UAB. UAB joints going on here. It looks like. I don't know what they got going on, but I, it's going to be fun to to get those numbers, and we're uh, it's a challenge that we're ready to go go for. Uh, Chris already has the bush nails uh, out ready to roll. He's got the the uh, the binoculars ready to go. But guys, uh, talking about uh, this this matchup, you know this uh, this is a rematch of a region opponent for the Red Rebels. They they come into the night, of course, a perfect ten and zero. Uh, some would call 11 and 0, but uh, TWSWA gives bye weeks in the playoffs, not COVID wins. And uh, but you know it, it's just another matchup of teams uh, that have seen each other before. Again, this is a Bradley Central team defensively that was able to force some turnovers on the Red Rebels early in that first matchup, took a lead to the half, and then ultimately the Red Rebels made adjustments and then turned over the Bears in the second half. Uh, to really exploit that and and get out of there uh, with a victory and actually a pretty comfortable one as the game came to a close. Um, I, I remember that was that was leading into spring break. I remember yeah. we uh, we got firehouse subs down there in, in uh, Bradley. <laughs> I had my little hat on, yeah. Brought uh, brought you the fireman's hat to mm-hmm. the to the game and uh, that and his Dansby Swanson jersey. I yeah. mean, it was a good fit. Um, and then Lou Birchfield was the player of the game that yeah. night. Uh, and then he a, went down to the beach after that game. Yeah, so. yeah, had a great, had a, a great night. Yeah, I think he was more excited about being the uh, player of the game than he though. Yeah, really. To the beach, you know that that was a big reward for him that he's been trying for for multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he definitely wanted that one because he's been talking to me about that uh, for a while, talking about how he wanted to do it, and he just had a phenomenal game, so he was very deserving of that, and. Uh, Riley Central, like you said earlier, Wayne, did a, did a really good job of uh, putting up a good fight in that first quarter, but just really was unable to have any uh, any sustained or any uh, substantial really fight against Maribel as they were just unable to convert, even though they had the ball down on inside the fire, I believe, twice, which Lou Berkshire, of course, was instrumental in kind of uh, fending them off and keeping them out of that that end zone there. Yeah, turning them back was a key point there in the second half for the Rebel defense. But if you really look at the stat line, uh, it was one big kid uh, for Bradley Central that really made the difference. It was number three, Javon Burke. Uh, He had 28 carries, 155 yards, and a touchdown, uh, ripped off a long of 22. And really, he was a difference maker. He was he was the easy button on third down. He was a guy that, that could really sustain drops for him. And, uh, you know, I think Maryville's seen that. Uh, they went to McMinn County, saw Jalen Hunt, and a lot of different things. So, yeah, I uh, I think this is going to be a different outlook uh, for the Red Rebels. But ultimately, uh, you know, I think uh, it, it's a matchup that, uh, that both teams have earned to see tonight. Yeah, I think that it's definitely uh, – both teams are extremely deserving. Of course, as you were saying, Bradley Central has this amazing back – and uh, Mr. Javon Burke, and he, them and uh, McMinn County both, I mean, we should be potentially seeing them next week, and uh, both of those teams have got really good running backs, so we're definitely going to need players like Lou Birchfield and company to really step up tonight and have a great game as uh, as Bradley Central really relies on the run a lot more than some of these other teams that we've uh, that we've seen. 
Yeah, and, and, you know, I think seeing Javon Burke the first week and then ultimately seeing Jalen Hunt later on, you know, I think that's been that's been very instrumental in this defense being ready to see a very good running back. You know, talking with Coach Hunt, we talked about what does that mean when you continue to see that great player in the backfield? Does it get you ready for the next one? He said, ultimately, yes, because as you put things together, you definitely can have an opportunity uh, to, to kind of get better angles and, and pursue better. Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with that with the uh, Javon Burke. I mean, we got to contain him. You know, he did have a big week against us. Uh, broke containment a lot on the outside and got a lot of big runs down the sideline. And that's going to be the main goal. I think Coach Hunt brought that up is not letting him get to the sideline and make more uh, yardage after tackles. Yeah, and I think that's exactly right. But uh, Jude, as the uh, as we're we're kind of rambling on about uh, what happened the last time these two teams played. Uh, Athletic Director Larry Hedrick, just, he received an award. What, what's the award about, Jude? I don't know. Come on, you know. You're, you're the one writing down. No, I really have no clue. I just know who gave it to him. It looked like it said Athletic Director of the Year at the bottom of it. It's what we hmm. were trying to see. He seemed very excited down there. I mean, he's definitely done a good job. I mean, yeah. last year he had football went to state, girls and boys basketball went to state, yeah. and uh, girls soccer also soccer. went to state last year and this year. So, I mean, just a very good right. winning tradition of sports here. Well, and, and I'll tell you, Larry, Larry talks all the time. He says, you know, it, one of the easier things is to sell is Maribel Athletics, and, and he's, he's, he's done a great job of that. Just when we met with him the first time a couple of years ago, uh, he was just the, the greatest guy alumni here at Maryville High School and then just really uh, wants to see everything just stay on the up and up, and he's done a great job to do that. We'll dig up what the uh, the official name of the award and, and kind of some, some credentials there to get that going. But, uh, you know, I think Chris is going to go on a recon mission for us uh, to get some data. But, uh, Jude, a matchup at home in the mm-hmm. playoffs, that's nothing new for the Red Rebels. Yeah. They, they do that on, on, a, on a yearly basis, and, and really until the TSSAA forces the rotation of the games, they're usually here at Jim Renfro. But what does this mean for a new face 2020 version of the Red Rebels to still be perfect, still be here week two of the playoffs in a in route to what they hope to be uh, their 18th state championship? Yeah, I mean, I think that this is a, this is a big game here. There's only going to be one more home game. Of course, if they take care of business tonight, uh, they will only be uh, one more home game here for these Rebel seniors and for myself. So uh, definitely uh, – the clock is ticking. Everyone's going to make sure they're going to play their best here. Like what Daigle said, I assume that coaches will do the same thing. Say, look at a senior and play for them because this is going to be their second to last or potentially the last if things go south here today. Yeah, at uh, Jim Rimpro, game tonight. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and Ken Main, uh, as he does each and every week, he's taking care of us right here. Uh, he pulls up the Daily Times ad. Maryville Athletic Director Larry Hedrick's been named the East Tennessee Character Star Athletic Director of the Year by Care365. The award is voted on by coaches, sports writers, officials, athletic directors in East Tennessee, and Hedrick will be presented uh, the award tonight as, as the start of the Bradley Central matchup, uh, the second round of the 6A playoffs. Uh, his, uh, I'm trying to, co-founder of CARE 365, David Moore, says, I'm just one of many votes, but in my dealings with Larry, he has always been a high-character person, always represents not just the school and football team, but the community of Maryville in a very classy way. So uh, I think that speaks for what mm-hmm. I know about Larry. Uh, yeah. He's always been really good to us, mm-hmm. uh, takes care of us on a lot been of good different to me, yeah. uh, ways. And Chris comes back looking defeated. But Ken took care of us. Sorry, buddy. At least from what I heard from uh, 
the coaching staff, it was almost a unanimous choice for him, too. So. Hey, absolutely. There you go, yeah. hey, hey, if we had votes, we'd vote for him. We'd yeah. vote. Yeah. We'd have put it right out there. Rebel Radio would be all over it. But, uh, but guys, let's, uh, let's take a break. We've talked about the past. We've talked about what tonight could mean. Let's talk about keys to the game, get hippies keys to the game, uniform combinations, and ultimately keys to victory here tonight for the Red Rebels. You're listening to the Bob Ramsey State Representative pregame show right here on WGAP Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blunt County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. I think it's about time for the national anthem, maybe. 
West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels are here to host the Bradley Central Bears. The, the Rebel Band is on the football field and uh, getting ready for tonight's matchup, getting ready to take things away. Uh, National Anthem is probably coming pretty soon, but uh, uh, let's, let's jump to uh, one of the, the, I guess, features here on the Bob Ramsey pregame show, the Hippie's Keys to Victory. Well, what's, what's Hippie got that says the Rebels need to, to get done to win tonight's football game? So, yeah, I mean, the first key to me tonight is what we've already talked about is control the line of scrimmage. Uh, Bradley Central did a great job of, you know, running it down Maryville's throat the first half last last time they played. Uh, you know, we've got to control that line of scrimmage. Uh, you got to hold the edge, can't give up the big runs. I mean, that would be keeping Burke under 100 yards would probably be an easy win for Maryville tonight. Secondly, you know, like I said, contain Javon Burke. I mean, 150 yards and a touchdown last time can't be giving up that kind of power to him. You know, he's going to be wanting to get in the end zone. And lastly, uh, take advantage of this home field uh, crowd. I mean, it's – just to give you an idea, I do not see really any available seats on the home side. Bradley Central side, there's a lot of gap. I mean, um, take advantage of this crowd. You know, the noise is going to be very important. It's going to make uh, – it's going to be like the 12th man for us. So take advantage of the crowd, control Burke, control the line of scrimmage, and – we should be uh, moving on to the next week. Yeah, I think that's, those are great keys to the victory, uh, Jude. But, uh, you, you know, you talk about the Maryville crowd, and we talked about it before the last break. That's a, that's a huge uh, momentum shift for them. Um, but uh, take advantage of it here tonight. But as we're about to play the national anthem, let's listen to these fine sponsors one more time. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Jerome Moon would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blunt County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blunt County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. 
don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso and Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 at after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Terrible High School right here on your station for Red Rebel Football, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com as the uh, band completed the national anthem. Guys, great job uh, by the Red Rebel uh, marching band. Yeah, I thought they did a great job playing here as they've uh, got the uh, got the annual or uh, whatever it might be, a uh, little uh, banner going up here. And I've made a few suggestions, so we'll let's see if mine got in. I don't think it. I don't think this is the one just from last week, but uh, oh, they would listen. To yeah, so they've just they've just pasted over uh, Science Hill with just Bradley Central. So I've got uh, some good ones in the pipeline, so to speak. I've really? got some really smart ones coming up here. Well, I, I wouldn't think why they wouldn't yeah. go with what you'd test. Yeah, we'll see Honestly. if they make it in. I think they are going to make it in. I've got a I've got a source on the inside of the of the cheerleading squad so we'll see so you're uh, saying for next week we might get to see the Jude next Ellison week is special. the jude ellison special Alrighty. and then oakland is the big jude ellison oh, special. really and then really? christmas is the even bigger jude ellison you special. Say christmas. <laughs> that's always the theme for state if we get there but we'll see oh uh, you know tonight's a little different dynamic as as we walk in there's a little card here uh talking about the the officials for tonight's game give you a little shout out to those guys referee will be phil freels uh umpire will be bj hillard a uh, head linesman will be Scott Beatty. He's the chain side linesman. Uh, line judge Eddie Golden, press box side. Back judge will be Richard Green. Field judge Justin Pratt, press box side. Side judge Chad Cross, chain side. And clock operator Johnny Rhodes. So those will be those uh, the usual suspects there for TSSAA officials here tonight at the matchup. But uh, guys, you know, you know, I think uh, all bets are off. I think it's playoff time. Uh, records. Uh, at this point, don't mean a lot, but history sure does. Mm-hmm. I think the Rebels are, are in a situation to where uh, they've been here before, they know what they're doing, and then they're at home. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I feel like it's all Rebels, uh, no breaks tonight, if you, <laughs> if it will be. Uh, it looks like we're in a little bit of a, a early mode here yeah. as they've uh, they've set up shop here. But uh, as we've seen uh, the, the, the two teams uh, – Maryville, of course, in their home black uniforms, black helmets, black jerseys, black pants, Mm -hmm. uh, white numerals trimmed in red. 
and uh, the traditional Rebel yep. helmet, red Rebel mm-hmm. script. Uh, and then Bradley Central, as we talked about it, they've got the white-on-white jerseys trimmed lightly mm-hmm. in lightly. black uh, around the, the numerals. But uh, And then I think they have black pants. Black pants. Is that true? Yeah. I think they had like golden or like blue or green or something like that because I was Just making a reference to UAB. Right. It's totally not blue. It may be black with some gold on yeah, the sides, but so. they are. We'll uh, see. We'll see. He's right. I think it's gold. something like gold. I don't know. I think you're just you're you've got that green Masters polo on. And it's just it's just <laughs> yeah. clogging your vision of yeah, uh, everything is golden with you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, let's give a little bit of shout out to as the 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 captains come onto the field. But let's give a little shout out to our sponsors that's made Rebel Radio happen this year: Twin City Certified in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, West Chevrolet. The right spot in Alcoa hooked us up today with some classic hamburgers and fries. And uh, I'll be honest with you, it was right on the right spot. It yeah. it uh, it filled me up just good. Oh, wait. And uh, we got a shout out to them about their uh, award. Didn't it just get uh, nominated in a yeah VIP Knoxville? VIP, VIP Knoxville. Knoxville. So people hmm. outside of the community are here yeah. about the right spot. So if you live around here and haven't been there, you should. And if you live outside of here and you need to check it out, come into town, go yeah. to the right spot on Right Road, uh, and get. Uh, Pretty much anything you want. I Everything's mean, I, right. I don't know Everything's that there's right. a there's a thing. If you want to get with me, I got a. a, a I, what, we had the class, I had the classic. I thought that was great. What do you call, call those things that, that has all the items that you can buy at a place? A menu. menu. <laughs> a menu. I have a menu in the car that if uh, you take the menu in, you get ten percent off. Mm, so again, nice. check check it out. Tell them you heard about it on Rebel Radio. They may hook you up anyway. But uh, great wings, great burgers, uh, good fish sandwich, good uh, wraps, the Rainer yep. wrap, the Philly cheesesteak wrap. Uh, I don't know that we've – I've not had anything bad no. yet. Onion rings are great. We didn't have onion BLT rings today. BLT was pretty good. BLT and was good. You can't forget that brunch they have on Sundays. And chicken and waffles. And waffles are amazing. I had the strawberry cheesecake ones. They well, do you have good. waffle and chicken or chicken and waffles? I think it's more chicken and waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Which one everyone yeah. can yeah. Chicken and waffles. I think it's chicken traditional. You always put the meat ahead of the bread, yep. right? So uh, chicken and oh. waffles. But uh, uh, the rest of the uh, sponsors, oh, Volunteer Home Mortgage, Whitlock & Company, PC, Bob Ramsey, State Representative District 20, victorious uh, in his, his sought for re-election, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Denzo Manufacturing, El Himidor, Common Sense Pest Control, Everting Orthodontics and the Grind, WKBL's evening uh, sports radio show. But as the Red Rebels enter Skeeter Shield Stadium, uh, they uh, they walk in front of the homestand in traditional fashion, all black unis uh, with the traditional throwback stripes there on the pants and the shoulders of the jerseys. Excited to get these guys back on their home. Yeah, that's well, a nice, that's a great, great tradition there, yeah, walking out tradition. with black and black. It's great. Great uniforms as well. Coach White really outdid himself with those. Those are very clean. Looks like number 92 are, is leading the Rebels uh, into battle. Uh, number is that Trenum, nine, right? John Huffman. Hey, there you go. Great John kid there. John Huffman. Put in my thing backwards there, Chris. <laughs> All right, so look at that getting called out. Oh. But uh, the sign that they're going to run through says, Hey, Bradley Central. Uh, the Maryville Rebels are on a streak, so get ready for tonight because you're gonna get beat. I like that sign. That that did you have influence on that sign, Jim? No, that, I have not influenced that sign. Not influenced that sign at all. But Bradley Central's getting their sign ready. I can't see it, 
Um, but I'm sure it's, uh, it's, it's very our, creative. It's already, it's already ripped, yeah, it's already ripped <laughs> apart. Maybe less than ideal. Maybe need more hands on Bradley it. Bradley Central's not having a good start so far. Bradley Central coming in from right. the uh, the campus side of the of, of Jim Rimpel. Near the library, yep. Let's see. There says, your mom called and you left your game at home. Sorry, oh, I get out of here. Like, is that That's a, a bad search? one. That's a bad one. That came via Google search. That's I'm a very generic sure. one right there. That's probably one that's breaking sure. apart already. Yeah, that's generic. Get out of here. Mine are going to be so original, you're going to love them. Here's if the deal. If they get in. I've been talking them up. They better get in now. Here's the deal. It's game time. Let's take one last quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. 30 seconds, and we'll be back with live game action here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Welcome back to Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels, the band is exiting the field, and it's time for some action. As we have, uh, as we have captains uh, here for tonight's game for the Red Rebels, it will be number six Nick Daigle, number seventeen Lou Birchfield, number twenty-two Eric Townsend. For Bradley Central, it will be number sixteen Camden Creighton, number five C.J. Hardy, number thirty-eight Ken's Cooper, number seventeen Braden Clark, and number fifty-five Bennett. Burris. So that will be uh, the whole list, but the only two that will go to center field, or I guess midfield, uh, will be Nick Daigle and Camden Creighton. The official gives the uh, the signal. The coin flip is made. Looks like Bradley wins the toss, and Maribel gets the football. They defer to the second half. So Red Rebels will get the football first here to open it up. Round number two, TSSAA playoffs. Looks good. It looks like Maribel's going to want to set the tone early. Of course, they've had this uh, this week off, and uh, if you recall, last time we had a bye week, we did not come out the hottest. So definitely want to uh, get out to a good start here tonight because of uh, the uh, the week delay that they had due to Corona. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think they want to start fast. Coach Coach Hunt talked about that. They they like to get a, a jump start on teams and really kind of in, in insert their will, if you will. And, uh, and and go ahead and and tell people you know who they're dealing with and what they're looking at. So uh, deep for for the Red Rebels will be the usual suspects: D.J. Burks, 
Parker, McGill, and Noah Vaughn, uh, actually now all former Rebel Radio mm-hmm. players of the game. Yeah, there you go. They've uh, we've crossed them all off here deep, and uh, as Bradley Center looks to gear it off here, it's a, uh, a lot of people coming to their feet here. To have, I agree with what Chris is saying. Not not that many people hit over there for Bradley Central on the opposing side. I think Maribel's got to take control of the crowd here early and uh, set the tone. Let's see if they can do that. Yeah, Bradley Central teeing it up. Number 98, Era Rojas, uh, 5'9", 185-pound sophomore kicker. The kick is going to be kind of a coffin kick, going to be fielded at the 32-yard line. Now, that's fair caught, and the Rebels will take over at that position. I believe that was Reader that got the fair catch in there. That's going to be 16 for us, and just a really good heads-up play with those ones. Uh, not always expecting the coverage to go your way, so you just want to uh, get out of there without turning the ball over and uh, not looking for any uh, big plays there as Maribel will set up here on first down. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and Carson Jones brings the troops out, and they're wasting no time as they're to the line of scrimmage. He's in the shotgun formation. Parker McGill to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Takes the snap, handoff end around Nick Daigle. He takes the cut, gets upfield, gets across the 35, up near the 38-yard line. Looks like they're going to call him down at the 37. That's going to be a pickup of five on first down, so it's up second and five. Yeah, it's great to see Daigle get in there uh, early, and uh, just I love to see him in motion there. I think the, the coaches do a really good job of getting him and Noah Vaughn in motion, and they saw the big pickup there for Daigle. Great play. Absolutely. Trips to the left. Again, standard shotgun set. Carson Jones, there's going to be a blitz. He hands it to Parker McGill. He goes straight ahead. He's going to pick up about two on the play. He's going to bring up third and short. And that's a great testament to how Parker McGill can just fall forward. I mean, the linebacker was essentially in the backfield by the time the ball got back to Carson Jones. But uh, McGill was able to just take a step to his left and just fall forwards and just pick up one or two yards on the play here as Maryville is uh, keeping the tempo up. They're definitely not, not slowing down anytime soon. little bunch package, two receivers left, two to the right. Parker to the right hip pocket. He takes the shotgun snap, a little pitch out there to Parker McGill. And looks like there's either going to be a start on Maryville, it looks like. Laundry on the field. And, yeah, it looks like the Rebels are going to back it up. Stepping it off. Be, yes, five yards is the penalty. And the Rebels will go from third and three to third and eight. Yeah, this is going to set Bearable back. I think that we could maybe uh, see instead of a Parker McGill run here, I think they definitely want to get the ball to probably Markel or Daigle on a little slant route here, or even DJ Burks out in the, uh, in the flat. They love to uh, run him out looking like he's going to, do some sort of blocking scene for Markell and get the ball to him eventually. little stack set, two receivers to the left, two to the right. And then they're going to have Carson Jones taking the shotgun snap. Fakes to Parker, delivering the flat to DJ. He's going to get wrestled down on the power M, but not before a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. I was 50% correct there. It was a slant. I just didn't know who. I, did, I incorrectly called who he was going to, but I'll take I'll take the partial credit on that one, but just what a great play call just to have DJ. He's so quick, just running right on a slant, and just Harson found him right for the appropriate yardage there. That's going to be a first down for Maryville. Pick up a 14 on the slant route, and again, they set up shop near midfield. Again, interesting set here. Carson Jones takes the shotgun snap, gives mm. it to Parker McGill, and, and the defense for Bradley Central read that all the way. They're going to drop him in the backfield for a short loss. Looks like about two and a half yards. Yeah, Bradley's really bringing the house on, on, on all these plays. They're really... Uh, Making Maribel beat him with the throw, which so far they've been able to do with that one pass to DJ. But uh, Camden Creighton, number 16 there for Bradley, just did a fantastic job getting into the backfield. He really read that well. And uh, 
brought down Parker McGill for a loss, which is something that's very hard to do. Well, and I think you just you've got to continue to set this tone and stretch this Bradley defense. They're going to bring the house until you make them yeah. use the edges. So again, putting uh, looks like corner Sean in motion. He's going to set up on the right hand side. They're going to fake to Parker, delivering the flat to DJ. He's got one on one. One got to be stumbling, fumbling, <laughs> and then he's going to rumble down to the forty yard line. That's going to be a big pickup and a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Great job of Demarcus Jerry on the third there. Got tripped up on the 40 there, or 50, excuse me, and ended up falling forward, tumbling, jumbling all the way to the 40. So just a great, great job by him. He has got an amazing knack. Two, two carries, 14 yards yeah. each, or one catch, one carry, 14 yards apiece. Yeah, selling out the blitz is yeah. exactly right. That's what Chris said. I think Bradley's bringing one, either one or two corners every play here to try and just uh, prevent Maribel, get him off balance. And I think that's why they added in the extra blocker here with Jackson Phillips. Yeah, we'll see Jackson Phillips stacked up, two receivers to the left. They're going to fake to Parker McGill and uncork it, and it's going to be Daigle down deep, oh. and he had his hands on it, but it falls mm. incomplete. Right, that, that is a great play by Bradley Central, but also what a, what a touch play. Carson had it on the money. Yeah, I think that was just a great play by number seven for Bradley Central. Uh, that's going to be Finn Mertens. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but uh, – Great job by him. I think he was going to get flag pass interference, but the last second kind of turned around and made a play towards the ball, and that really saved him on that play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought Daigle did a good job of trying to come back to the ball, but, again, the defender uh, was just right where he needed to be. They're going to change that one at the line of scrimmage. Carson's going to look to the sideline, flip Parker from his right to his left. And, again, this, this stack set, two to the left, two to the right. They're going to fake to Parker, deliver out in the flat to Daigle. Long right green up. in front of him, 30, 25, 20. And he's going, to be, he's going to be escorted out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. That's a, that's a nice play when you use that speed. Yeah, great job by Daigle. I think that that, uh, that just where the blitz there for, for uh, Bradley Central really cost them. They thought they were going to get a play over to the right side of the field, and Daigle is just standing all alone on the left side of the field, and they're playing catch-up. It's a great job of reading those angles right, though, for Bradley Central and just yeah. forcing Daigle out of bounds. 22 yards on the pickup, and again, just uh, really, really uh, uh, kind of throwing it where they're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Where mm -hmm. the blitz is coming, that's where they're going. Yep. Yeah, they just now entered the common sense pest control red zone and then looking uh, for more. They faked to Parker McGill. Carson's going to have to call his own number. He's going to go to the right. Got a little room, 15, 10, and <laughs> initiates contact and down to the 12-yard line. It's going to be a blindside block on DJ, I think. We're going to see. There was late laundry. and uh, It was very late. I don't know. I think they should have called it right as it happened. but uh, It came from all the way back there. It was too. definitely late. Yeah, I think it was a, a blindside block on uh, – on DJ, but of course that that was called almost 10 or 15 seconds after it occurred. So I'm not really sure. Personal it is foul. Be, yeah, blindside. On DJ. Mm. Yeah, there's going to be some uh, some discussion yeah, the to be had there. The Boo Birds are coming out here as uh, Maribel's going. That's going to penalize him very uh, a lot Heavily, there. Yeah. yeah. And he continues to walk. It's actually going to set up shop for the Red Rebels outside the red zone. And they're going to be out to the 34-yard yeah. line. First down at 25 here. That's just so hard to come back from, even if you're, uh, this Maryville offense has had a lot of success today. Yeah. Uh, the positive is it's first down. Yeah, that, that is good. That gives you some opportunity. You don't have to get 25 on first down. Yeah. You can chunk this thing away. So I think they're looking for a good 8 to 10 yards here. Looks like oh, one even on more. One. What? And it's going to be backed up a little bit more. Yeah, a lot of the so foul good. penalty, it looks like. 
Well, I guess if they want it out of the game, then they're going to be penalizing it so heavily <laughs> like this. That's going to bring up, what, first down and 30 now, I believe. It's uh, first in the barbershop. But they move Daigle from right to left. It's going to be a little misdirection. Here goes Parker McGill. He just goes straight ahead forward. He's going to cross the 35 and get fall ahead forward uh, to the 33. Yeah, great job there by Parker just to kind of pick up a little bit of yards there, make it, I would say, second down to Manville if, if it had been first down and 10. But uh, still a long ways to go here for Maryville. They're going to have to start taking some taking some cuts downfield, I think. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see. They're, they're not necessarily looks like, uh, respecting Markell up top up yeah. there, so I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid to see that. Well, I think throw. they're, I think they're definitely playing off Bradley Central, defending the pass a lot more than they have in the past, as as opposed to bringing the blitz every play. Four down range, probably. Yeah, no man's land. They're gonna fake it to Parker McGill, deliver out in the flat to Noah Vaughn. He's gonna try to get loose, and he no does. He gets across the twenty inside there the fifteen. We're back within the initial sticks, yeah, uh, and it's going to set up a third and 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 for what that was, third and very manageable. Third down, extremely manageable. Third down, and I believe three or four, uh, maybe five, but just a great play by uh, Noah. By really? Noah, yeah. I, I mean, he tiptoed the sideline and yeah. really made the defender commit, mm-hmm. and then cut back inside and got a lot. Yeah, more he yards. really used his skills of just being able to just stop and start on a dime. He just kind of would slow down, do a little stutter step, as you said, tiptoe the end and just was able to keep moving and just did a great job breaking a tackle but keeping his feet moving at the same time. 20 yards on the pickup for Mr. Noah Vaughn. In motion, he's a scary athlete. He, he really is. But Carson Jones looks like they're going to have to take a timeout uh, for the Red Rebels. And Carson Jones is going to talk over this third down and five. Ball at the 13, back inside the common sense pest control red zone. But the Rebels, again, trying to set the tone, trying to get going early. Uh, guys, I think this is two plays to get it. Yeah, I think so. I, this is, uh, I don't know, I think you might be able to, just with the amount of time you've taken out here, I think you might uh, send out a field goal kick here. But I don't know. I mean, it's definitely uh, manageable for sure for Maryville. And then you would give Bradley Central the very long field as well. Yeah, and I think there's there's some options to come out here. You're on the close side hash. You're on the home side hash, if you will. So you've got the wide side of the field to use Daigle's speed, use Noah's speed. Uh, or you could dump it over the top with that DJ screen. So yeah. uh, I think it would be fitting if they hit DJ to, mm-hmm. to kind of clean up what was a uh, a bad decision there yeah. earlier uh, that got us in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of a uh, a foul that didn't really need to be made and just kind of hurt Maribel there. But, yeah, I think it definitely be a good job we could redeem DJ here and uh, and get him a touchdown here as he looks like Ooh. he's going to be lining up in a good Good position here to I'll get that I'll tell you, that's a, that's a nasty left side over yeah. there. You've got Markell and DJ on the same side of the football. Noah Vaughn, Nick Daigle on the right. Yeah, they both have one-on-one. They're not respecting the pass whatsoever. Yeah, we're going to see if they make them pay. Third down and five. Carson Jones moves Noah into the backfield. He's going to fake to Parker, pump fake one. Get oh! Noah Vaughn, threads the needle. play. And then wow. where does he end up? Inside the five. And that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. That's where that pump fake really just froze that defender, and Noah was able to just slip right behind the linebacker there and uh, and get the ball right in stride and was able just to take it right down into the uh, first down and goal territory there. Just a great design play there for Maribel. Well, great for Noah to keep his eyes on the football. Again, defenders in traffic. Uh, it would have been easy for the, to kind of get lost in it, but he just in stride catches that football, and there's not a lot of people going to keep him from five yards. Yeah, and just a great play, and even when he got – uh, hit with some contact. He still kept moving and was able to fight for a few more yards. First down, goal to go. Carson Jones in the shotgun. Fakes to Parker McGill. No, he gives it to Parker McGill. He's going to push the pile and get 
inside the three, near the two-yard line. It's going to bring up second and goal from the two. Yeah, just a big power run there for uh, for Parker and uh, just was unsuccessful there. A lot of push, but uh, great job for this Bradley Central team. Maybe flipping the script and having a little stand here on Maryville. That was only one play. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, there's a lot of people that can stop once. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, I, I think, brings up a great point. This is uh, this is setting up a Carson keeper. Let's see mm-hmm. if that, uh, that comes into play here. But, again, two receivers to the right, one to the left, just all by himself, Nick Daigle. They move D.J. Burks. They they do the pitch fake, and then Carson calls his own number and gets hmm. back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Way to stay at home for Bradley Central, honestly. Yeah, hit by big numbers, uh, 76. Uh, Navidian Richards listed at 5'9", 250. So that's, that's one big dog. Name. That's about my – that's a great name, yeah, for a defensive lineman. He's got the little uh, – uh, who was that for Ohio State that always had his shirt tucked up? Oh, uh, Elliot or Ezekiel oh, Elliott, he's got oh, his yeah. little uh, Ezekiel Elliott going on there, showing off him abs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, there's so many guys across the across years. It's just funny yeah. to watch that. Carson Jones looks to the sideline to get the play. Play clock's down under ten at mm-hmm. seven now, at but six. he's he's getting up and getting things going. Moving Keyshawn across the formation, he's going to take the snap and he's going to fake it to Parker, and got then it. he's going to keep it himself and get in the end zone. Touchdown Rebels! That was a really big play there for Marvel to punch that in, and just great job for Carson to call his own number as well, and just a really good uh, <laughs> good power run. He got hit once or twice there before getting in, but just kept going and. He's turned out to be a really great power runner, especially in times of need. Always knows when to call his own number, and just great, great play call there for Maribel. Well, and I think, you know, after doing it once and stopping him at the goal line, they're like, oh, the next time 2-4's getting it, when he pulled it out of that belly and took off around yeah. the right end, it was there to be had. As Corbin Price tees it up, the kick is up, and it's good. And the Denzo scoreboard has just changed after the Everting Orthodontics touchdown. Your Red Rebel 7 the visiting Bradley Central Bear Zero. We'll be back in just a minute. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels have just taken the lead 7-0 over the visiting Bradley Central Bears. But now the Bradley Bears get their opportunity for their first strike at uh, an opportunity on offense as they field the football inside the five-yard line and look to return it, get up near the 20-yard line and push ahead forward to near the 22. Mr. Javon Burks mm. already in the stat column. Yeah, we're going to be calling his name quite a bit tonight here as Bradley Central setting up with quite long field here as it's only about the 22, I believe, depending on what it's, yeah, 22 where they spot it. But I would I would not be surprised if this first play is Javon off tackle here and he gets away with one because he is just such an explosive back and extremely hard to contain. Lou Birchfield and Hagen Webb and company are going to really have their hands full all night. Yeah, Aiden McCleary comes out as the signal caller for the Bradley Bears, but right behind him, number three, Javon Burke. Mm-hmm. He makes a change to at the line of scrimmage, steps back in the traditional shotgun. 
He will take the snap and fake to Burke and deliver over in the flat. It was going to be, I think, to Cannon Hall, but it uh, he tries to run before he catches it, and it falls incomplete. Now, that was actually to number 17, Braden Clark. Yeah, I think Clark was definitely, like you were saying, here in the footsteps of, uh, of D.J. Burks. He was surrounded in the about triple coverage of D.J. Burks and Hagen, or Hagen Webb and uh, Lou Birchfield. So just great job of the quarterback to kind of thread it in there. But I think when he heard the footsteps of those guys coming, D.J. Burks had been known to lay a hit. And so he, he said, I'm not uh, going to take this one. Five oh six to go here in the first quarter. Again, your Rebels lead 7 to nothing. Two second down, 10 to go for the Bradley Bears. Ball at their own 22-yard line. Takes the shotgun snap. This time, Burks is going to get it, and he's going to try to go straight ahead. Tries to cut out wide, and the defense says no, sir. Drops him for a loss. It's going to be a, about a two-yard loss. And that was Lou Birchfield, number 17, on the tackle there. Great job. He's been talking to me uh, during break at school about how he was going to get in there and tackle Javon. So, great job for him at their first meeting tonight, and Lou Birchfield won that one. Call it a long one-yard loss. Third and 11 upcoming. Again, ball on their own, 21, inside five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Bradley does not need a three and out here. Uh, I think they're, uh, they may be pushing the issue in the throw game right here. Again, McCleary takes the snap, a little three-step drop. He's going to roll it right. He may have to call his own number. No, slings it back in the middle. And do we pick it? Yes, we do. DJ, DJ in there. Great job for Demarcus Jerry on the third. <laughs> DJ he comes up with the ball. He's I swear he, he's like if he, he does he play baseball, does he get in the I, outfield? I think he's a center fielder, yeah. Lord, so. he can just scoop under it. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing what he can do. Yeah, that was like a Mike Trout diving play there <laughs> with the glove out. Just a great play by DJ and he's he seems to be always in the right place on these little tips here. Maribel wasting no time as they're lining up on the ball. Yeah, Maribel's gonna set up shop Take a inside shot. Bradley Central Territory. And yeah, they've got the speed on the edge as they've got Noah Vaughn, Markel Fortenberry out to the right side. And Daigle. Those are three very dangerous people there. Trips to the right. They're going to change it at the line of scrimmage. Flip Parker to his left hip pocket. We're going to see. He takes the shotgun snap, gives to Parker McGill. He's going to go straight ahead. He cuts right. He gets inside the 35. One cut goes inside the 30 and down to the 27-yard line. I think he got a little farther than that, but yeah. they're going to call him down at the 27. It's going to be Anderson Gage there, the linebacker on the tackle, the sophomore. Uh, great job just running up to, to to Parker and, excuse me, making the big play. But, yeah, I think I think, I think think that spot was a little bit generous towards Bradley Central, but that was a great <laughs> run there by Parker. I swear this is like the fourth play of the night that's been 14 yards game. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of ironic. But uh, get back to the line of scrimmage really quick. They're looking to, to push tempo and get out. Bradley a little tired. They're going to give it to Parker McGill again. He goes off right and does not, does not get the same gain. He's going to be dropped in the backfield, maybe a one-yard loss there, and it's going to set up second yeah. and about 11. Yeah, Gage Anderson, number one, was again on the tackle again there for Bradley, and just a great play by him. He's he's had his name called quite a bit tonight, and uh, just a really good job of containing the run here for Maryland. That's going to set us up for a loss on uh, coming in the second down. Second and 12 to go, just on the outside skirt of the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. But Carson Jones takes the snap. He's going to fake it to Parker McGill. Roll right, look to throw. He's going to throw over and just behind the intended receiver and D.J. Burks. He was going to be at near the 20-yard line. Going to have to get more after the catch, but it falls incomplete. Third and 12 upcoming, 3.06 to go here in the first quarter. Again, Rebels lead 7 to nothing. Yeah, just a really tough play there, and I think that they had like a safety blitz coming in as well that was greatly picked up by number 70 for us, 
Uh, Alec Moret, he had his birthday the other day, so good job for him to pick up that blitz. But uh, Maryland's having a, a lot of trouble here with the with the with the with the blitz on this play. Well, what I like here is we're working the right side of the field, uh, Jude. Don't be surprised if we don't go back left. Yeah. Carson Jones takes the snap, a little flip of the switch, and uh, play is called dead. I think that's going to be a little false start. Yeah. It's going to be a false start. It looks like on Markell. Uh, but, you know, just a little anxious trying mm-hmm. to get off the ball. That, I would guarantee you the, call, the play call was to him <laughs> then if he was – because they're not jumping off sides when it ain't going to you. So I think that was ball was definitely coming his way. Absolutely. He was to the right, too, so maybe not what I was thinking. Yeah. Third and 17 after the infraction is assessed. Uh, ball on the 34-yard line uh, going left to right here at Jim Renfro Field. Again, 3.05 to go in the first quarter. Rebels lead 7 to nothing. Carson Jones in the shotgun, takes the snap, rolls about a four- or five-step drop, thinks about uncorking it, then does, and he's going to throw to the end zone. Touchdown. there, and touchdown, Rebels. Great play. I, I would dare say that was the same exact play call. Markel ran a, just a great just a route go. there. Just a, I think he maybe had one <laughs> step in to kind of draw off the defender and just went straight to the house and just perfectly thrown by uh, Carson Jones. And just what a great play there by Jones also to realize that he could step up in that pocket a lot and kind of get a, a running shot on well, the ball. And, and the thing is, he wanted to release it a couple times, and he was like, let Markel go, yeah. let him go. And then once he gets in range, mm-hmm. he uncorked it yep. and, and a beautiful throw and catch. Touchdown, Rebels. Corbin Price tees it up, lines it up, kick is up, and it's good. Your new score on the Denzo scoreboard as it just changed. 14 for the Red Rebels. Zero for the visiting Bradley Central Bears. We'll be back in just a minute. Whitlock and Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Back to Maryville High School, where the Red Rebels have said it's hard to stop us. 14 to nothing to score on the Denzo scoreboard as an Everything Orthodontics breaks this one open just a little bit more. So again, uh, Jude Ellison, myself, Wayne Kaiser on the call. But uh, Jude, could you ask for a better start for the Red Rebels? No, you really couldn't. Just a great job by Rebels to uh, to get out there early and then capitalize on the mistake there for Bradley Center. Of course, the uh, tipped interception by DJ Burks. And then just the connection to Mark Hale couldn't do it any better. Aiden McCreary back out to try to answer the call for Bradley Central. And he's in the shotgun, going to take the snap and give it to Javon Burke. And he's going to try to dice around and jump and dance and then just work real hard to get one yard. But I think after uh, a little laundry, uh, maybe the reason he still danced was mm-hmm. because of uh, some holding in the backfield. It would appear that way. And, uh, or they might be pointing against Maryville. This could this could uh, go against Maryville. Let's see what the head judge here says. 
Let's see what oh, they're they going to They're going to wave off. it off. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 2.49 to go yeah, on the clock and um, want to throw it, but don't throw it. That's what 26 games or however many we've had together does. They're both going, hmm, at the same time. But, yeah, I think I think if you Bradley, you didn't use Javon Burke enough last time. I think you've got to go with him here. Well, and here's the thing. When you wave that off, it's almost – that should be – if they wave that off, yeah, there we go, it's second and ten. Hmm. Just an interesting play there. It looks like it's going to be uh, a five-yard penalty against Bradley Central. I believe one of the wide receivers jumped off who uh, who either the Fry Daddy or, yeah, I think the Fry Daddy was guarding him, uh, Thomas Fry there. It's going to set up second down to 14 as uh, Bradley Central comes to the line here. And again, McCreary is going to take the snap, and, and he's going to give it to Javon Burke. He's going to go straight ahead forward. He's going to get a little something there, but he's going to get near the original line of scrimmage up near the 20-yard line. And it's going to be a pickup of about four, but it's going to set up third and ten. Yeah, I think that the uh, I think they're going to give a generous third down and nine there, but uh, I think they moved it right as they set it down. Maybe but, nine uh, and a half. Just a very uh, good good job for Maryville to kind of play call against Javon Burke, who, of course, is not even in the backfield right now, so... I mean, you know how with running quarterbacks you spy? Mm-hmm. So do you spy running backs? I think you do with Lou or someone, excuse me, like that. McCary gets the three-step drop. He's going to take it. Got him. Call his own number, and it's not a good decision. Mike Bethea all over it. Sack the quarterback. Great job. Great way to dial up the coverage there for this Maryville defensive uh, uh, coaching staff. And Maryville looks to get the ball around midfield here on this punt here. Let's we'll see if Dale can make some magic. But I think that Maryville just doing such a great job of, of – play calling against Javon Burke and has just really done a fantastic job with playing with game play tonight. Yeah, punter for Bradley Central will stand on his own goal line to try to get this one away. Number 17, Braden Clark will punt this one away. Wide receiver uh, turned punter. He's going oh. to fumble it and try to get it away, and he's going to try to run it himself, and he's got a little oh. room. This is going to set up great for the Red Rebels as he's going to be stopped and dropped near the 20-yard line, and that's where the Rebels – We'll set up wow. an offense. Man, what a muff punt. And then pursuit angles to get that yeah. down. Yeah, just a really weird play there. And uh, luckily, Maryville was able to kind of recover. And of course, they had a lot of pressure coming on that punter, so they were able to get it pretty good. But now Maryville, I think there's only one play here, and that's hopefully a, a nice uh, throw over the top to Mr. Uh, Markel Fortenberry here. As he, they have just not respected him all night. That's just been essentially one-on-one. Uh, the whole hey, night. Chris calls that a, a planned fake punt possibility as, as ever, all the gunners ran routes uh, with a possibility of uh, the punter throwing it. Hmm. Did I not work either way. you got to do something against Maryville there to get that away. Did not work. But as the offense is back on the field, they've got trips to the right. No, he steps back in, Keyshawn. But he's going to give it to Parker McGill. He's going to try to get left. I know where to go. He's going to be dropped in the backfield. Good pursuit by Bradley Central. And, uh, again, senior running back uh, trying to do everything to find a crease and just couldn't find one there on first down. Sets up second and looks like about 12 to go. Uh, Second and 12. Ball on the 22 on the cusp of the uh, common sense pest control red zone. And it looks like number 16 there for Bradley Central. That's going to be – uh, Ken Creighton was in on the tackle there. Did a great job of uh, stopping Mr. McGill uh, from even reaching the, the the line of scrimmage there. So just a really good defensive play there for Bradley Central. And they have been dialing up to stop McGill this whole time, I think. 
and then that's kind of paid off as Maryville's most of the success has come through the passing game. This yeah. will be the last play of the first quarter, it would seem. 15 seconds to go here in the first quarter. I think Carson's going to get it off. You've got two speedsters to the right and two to the left. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn on the sweep play. He's going to get wide. He's going to get across the 20-yard line and down around the 19, and that is exactly where the first quarter will come to an end. Your Rebels lead 14 to nothing here. Second round of the TSSAA 6A playoffs here from Maryville High School. Jim Renfro Field, you're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, as we have flipped the field to start this second quarter of play. Maryville now going right to left if you're keeping score at home. But, uh, again, Carson Jones out there with a third and nine upcoming, uh, looking to the sideline to get the play. Parker McGill in the backfield with him, two receivers to the right, two to the left. Again, Daigle in that uh, in that speedster spot. And they're going to give the fake, no, the end around, a little pitch wow. play to Noah Vaughn, and he's, he's all in four gallop. 10-5, wow. touchdown, Rebels! Oh, but no one's stopping Noah Vaughn at full speed right there. That was just a track meet. Like, I don't know right that there. I would want to get in front of him. No, that head of he thing? was moving. There's a flag on the five-yard line. Not, not sure what the flag's for. A lot of people with their hands uh, up. DJs are, oh, no. Huh. Well, that's uh, not the best, not the best call there. If you're, uh, if you're Mr. Noah Vaughn, but just you hate to see that if you're Maribel, because that was a perfectly designed play. But the good thing is, it's part of the foul. So. Well, what was great about that play? It is part of the foul. So yeah, it's still a, a positive there. But 14 yards on the gain, man. It just doesn't. And that that's going to be the 14 is going to be the uh, the the player of the game. Just the the number 14. But. Uh, you, you know, I, I'll be honest, that was great scheme because it, it pulled the whole defense to the right side of the play because of Parker being over there, yeah. and it swung all the momentum back to the left. But let's see what they do here. Carson takes a little three-step drop, looking to unload it. No, he's going to have to keep it, mm. calls his own number, and maybe uh, gets gets back to the 16-yard line. Just not a, not a, uh, not a big positive gainer there, mm. and it's going to bring out fourth and five. And I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna see a field goal attempt. Yeah, it looks like I, I could be wrong, but I think this is Corbin's first one of the year, as far as field goals are concerned. Not uh, extra points, but just field goals. Maybe second. At most, his second. At most, At definitely most second, second. But it could potentially be his first. I'm not sure. I know he's he's kicked a lot of uh, extra points here as he's lining up for this field goal high snap, but it's gonna be blocked. Bradley Central blocked it. 
Yeah, again, just late and, and took a long time to develop, but yeah, yeah, it got blocked on the play. Who's there to fall number, on it? And number, number 44, Peyton Cooper uh, yeah. gets on top of that thing to kind of bring that one to an end. But that's where Bradley Central will take over. Uh, just uh, you, that's when you don't you don't kick them a lot. Yeah, number seven Finn Mertens, I believe, for Bradley Central came in there and tried to get a hand on it, but or excuse me, did get a hand on it and uh, kind of was kind of stunned, I think, because he just kind of stood there as that ball was rolling backwards and Gray heads at play by Peyton to just jump on it. But it looks like the refs are discussing something as if uh, potentially number seven for Bradley Central jumped off sides or something. I'm not. Oh, uh, I was sure. right. That was his second attempt. Right. Corbin had one for one at a 27 yards. Okay. So now he is one and one. Yep. One and one on the season. Okay, so gonna be, looks like he might have a, another opportunity. It's going to be a sideline side warning against Bradley Central. <laughs> That's hmm. weird that he pushed against uh, Maryville yeah. and called it against Bradley Central, which I guess. I guess you have to looked, direct everything up here. Anyway. It looked funny to push towards his back, but uh, anyway. I think that's a that's a, they're going to set the tone early with that one. Eleven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Scores fourteen nothing, Maryville, uh, but just probably the first negative play really of meaning uh, for the Red Rebels tonight as the block kick uh, that ended that last Rebel drop. First time they hadn't uh, came away with points on a drop. McCleary's going to bring out uh, his offense, trying to do some some uh, some damage. Uh, he's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Javon Burke is going to get it, and he's just going to go straight ahead forward. Big old hole there on the left side of the uh-huh. line, and he just makes something of it. Gets across the 30-yard line and brought down at the 33. That's going to be a pickup of 13 there on Friday the 13th mm-hmm. uh, here at Maryville High School. Yeah, Javon Burke was really showing why we talked about him so highly during the pregame show, just his ability just to gash the uh, – this Marvel defense just get upfield so fast. Well, that offensive line created a heck of a hole. He's going to get it again. He's going to go right to the same hole and not the same advantage. He's just going to get about five on that pickup and bring up second and the same, second and five. Yep. Excuse me, just a good job there again for Marvel to uh, to have a lot of people on that right side, or I guess there, Javon Burke's left side of the field, to kind of contain him a little bit more. Exactly, as the white-on-white jerseys are going left to right here at Jim Renfro, and uh, the Rebel defense looking to spread out a little bit, uh, trying to attack uh, this rushing attack by Bradley Central. As they're going to move a tight end from left to right, McCreary's going to get the snap and give it to Javon Burke, and he's going to go straight ahead forward and down, as this close judge is calling it, uh, mm. before the 40-yard yeah. line. I thought his uh, his momentum got beyond it, but uh, they're going to call him down at the 39. It's funny. The far judge had him marked down more like the 42, but then this, this closer <laughs> side judge uh, had it marked down at the 41. That's where it ended up lying here on third down and three. This is a really big play. Um, if Maryville can stop him here again, they'll have very short field, and uh, and uh, the momentum would just, I think, fully swing to Maryville's side. Fully side swing. Yeah, and they had a little bit of a chip there. 9.34 to go here in the first half, and McCurry's going to – looks like there's a different running back in the game. And they're going to move Burke in motion, and they're going to try to get him on the sweep. No, McCurry's going to keep it himself. Not a good idea. Has uh, sold out to stop it, and uh, he has dropped at the 41-yard line. by Lou, I believe. It's going to be a pickup of one on the play, so not a sack, but a very short gain for Aiden McCleary. Yeah, it's a great job there by Frankie Diaz, the defensive tackle for Maryville. Uh, he's had a lot of great jobs today, and uh, or all season really, and just another great, fantastic play by him. Well, the last time they were going to punt this thing away, it ended up being a fake-slash-muffed punt. Let's see if they just do traditional here and try to get one away. 
He calls for the snap. He gets it. He kicks it, and it is away. An end over end that is signaled for a fair catch and taken at the 30-yard line, and that's where the Red Rebels will bring the offense back out after the only stopped series of this matchup so far, a blocked kick on the last possession. Carson Jones brings the troops out, and uh, let's see what they do here. They're setting up going right to left uh, here on Jim Renfro, going towards the school, going towards the field house, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, towards the uh, Don Story Athletic Center there, the, the home of Coach Waters there. Just a great, uh, great place to be. Carson Jones going to stay in that traditional shotgun. He's going to move Noah Vaughn across the formation. No, that's Daigle, and he's going to hand off to Mr. McGill and go around right side and not much doing. It's going to bring up second, second and about nine. Yeah, second down to nine here. Or I think they're really just going to mark it second down and ten here as, uh, as Maribel was unable to get really any good production there on that first down play. And, I, again, I think you've got to stick with the run game. They're selling out to stop it just as well as we're, they're selling out to stop Javon Burke. But I think you continue to go to the well. It opens up the back end of that defense, and then and then good things happen. We've seen it already tonight. But Carson Jones looks to the sideline, changes the play at the line of scrimmage, and gets back in formation. Two to the left, two to the right. D.J. Burke's getting moved in motion. They're going to fake to Parker McGill, deliver to D.J. in the flat, and he's going to get across the 35-yard line mm. and get upfield get across the 40, and be knocked out of bounds at the 44, but not before the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I think this is showing just where uh, Bradley Central is really just gassed right now. I mean, look at number 15. He's struggling to get back to the line. He's got his hands on his hips. He's definitely looking very tired right now. That's just this relentless attack from Maribel is really just wearing these guys down early in the second quarter. Yeah, tempo is everything. Carson Jones already back to the line and making the checks. He's going to take the snap. He's going to fake to Parker, deliver to Noah Vaughn, and he's going to get across the 50 to the 45, make more men miss, getting to the 35, and Turf Monster knocked him out of bounds. That's about the 33. Yeah, Turf Monster has his first appearance here on the 13th, and uh, just a great, great job for Maribel just to get the ball out to Noah and just, he's really showing his speed all night and definitely putting his name in the hat for back-to-back uh, player of the game contention. Yeah, 23 yards on the pickup, and the only thing that got him was the turf. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Bradley Bears pursuing, not a lot getting. 7.25 to go here in the second quarter. First and 10 upcoming. That's Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, and uh, the Rebels are marching. Carson Jones in the shotgun takes the snap. He fakes to Parker, gets it to Noah Vaughn, and he gets across the 30. Takes one cut, gets inside the 25, and he's going to be uh, kind of wrangled down there near the 24-yard line. And Bradley Central's showing they don't really have much speed that can compete with Noah Vaughn here. Is he just being able to just get wide open and just and just really get away on plays? He's just going side to side like well, you're saying. Well, they're running able them to left to or right. And, and one little, little uh, I, I don't want to call it misdirection, but uh, yeah, a screenplay would be great right now. Chris is, Chris is the play caller in the booth. <laughs> But uh, I, I tell you, they're running Noah, they're running uh, DJ, they're doing a lot of these stunts to where they bring them in the backfield and then shoot them back out, and it's running this backfield all over the place. But uh, Carson looks confident right now. He's sitting in the shotgun, moving Keyshawn Vaughn across, but he is going to fake the handoff, keep it himself, get across the 20-yard line, and rumble into the common-sense pest control red zone. Yeah, that's just another great job there for Merrill just to – kind of chip away at this Bradley Central team and just really a long sustained drive here for Maribel and just a great job moving the ball so far. Well, and just a tough, tough drive for them because they're, they're using so many different bodies. 
uh, to make this happen. Noah's seeing it a lot. You're, you're seeing Parker with, with running ability. Uh, Carson's keeping it himself, and then they've shot Nick Daigle and Fortenberry as well. But Carson, direct snap, going to take it himself. No, that's DJ. DJ. He's going to rip it across and into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Yeah, just a great play there by DJ. And just uh, he was wide open. Just great job by the wide receivers to really open up the gates there for him. And he just waltzed right into the end zone. I mean, I look at you for like 10 seconds, and they get the Wildcat out there. And here comes DJ just rumbling mm. down the field. And you know what? He ran so mad. Yeah. He ran so mad. That uh, I mean, it's uh, it, it's something else. A little breaking news here, uh, as as the foe we were going to see next week with the if this thing holds where it's at, McMinn County Dobbins Bennett has ended in a forfeit. McMinn County has had to forfeit, and so the winner of tonight's game will see Dobbins Bennett. That's crazy. It's just uh, sad to see there for McMinn County, and uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's interesting. As Dobbins Bennett is no stranger here to to Maryville High School. And uh, just should be a great, great contest there tomorrow night if this thing holds, like you said. We're going to see. We're going to see. I think uh, it's not going to be because the Rebels aren't trying. 21 to nothing is what the Denzo scoreboard reads as Corbin Price knocks through yet another extra point. He has been money uh, on those point-after attempts this season. But under six to go here in the first half. Rebels lead 21 to nothing. And honestly, does Bradley, where do they go? Javon Burke has not been the same explosive player that he was in the first matchup. And the Rebels have been explosive in the first half, mm-hmm. something they didn't uh, have the opportunity yeah. to do down at Bradley. Just a completely flipped script here. Maribel's playing almost perfect, and Bradley Central's just making mistake after mistake and just letting Maribel just run wild out here uh, on this field. And I think, I think Chris hit the nail on the head when he said that Maribel didn't show uh, Bradley all that they could here uh, in the last meeting and just really was saved a lot in the tank so that Bradley Central wouldn't know what was coming during the second week of the playoffs. Yeah, the kick is away and fielded at the two-yard line, and oh. he's bringing it on out, and he's going to get across the 20, across the 25. Great opening return for number two for the Bradley Bears, Cannon Hall. That guy's got some speed, and he hasn't yeah. seen the football on offense. Yeah, Maribel's really uh, doing a uh, Good job of making sure this Bradley Central team is one-dimensional. They're not giving the ball to a lot of folks here tonight. Yeah. And that kid looked to have some speed, so we'll see. Yeah, Noah Limbaugh was the uh, was the tackler that kind of stopped that Bradley uh, attack there because that was a nice return, really got across field. That's, Looks like some of huge. the uh, training staff is out on the field. Oh, we've got, another substance, Tony. We yeah. have- oh, got a biohazard oh, on the field. I'm not sure if that's uh, – I don't know if somebody got sick. Uh, I don't think we want to know. Let's keep, let's keep the ball rolling here. That's why I've always questioned the white towel. I'm like, at least if you got a darker towel, you wouldn't wouldn't be able to see it as much. But uh, they're cleaning something up off the field, uh, so we'll uh, we'll let them get that done. You know, while we're doing that, let's take an El Himidor timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Team Ortho. Fire, 
And welcome back to Skeetership Stadium, Jim Rimbrow Field, where your Rebels lead 21 to nothing. And Bradley Central on offense trying to make something happen. He's going to kick it out in the flat wide, and he's going to try to dance and dive, and he's going to get five yards after he ran for 40. That's Cannon Hall, number two for Bradley Central. There we go. Maybe they're tuning into the broadcast here, trying to get him more involved after that good uh, kickoff return. And uh, why wouldn't they? I mean, he had two pretty uh, fun- decent plays here back-to-back. Let's see if they can get him the ball again. Maybe, uh, excuse me, piece together a drive here. Well, I mean, I think it's it's like what, what they're doing against our offense. What they're selling out to stop Parker. So, really, uh, they've got to really uh, do a lot of things to try to get uh, Javon Burke out of the option, too. As McCleary's going to look to throw, and then he calls his own number, gets a head forward, cuts left, gets across the first down marker, and he's going to walk himself out of bounds at the 42-yard line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a uh, a good job there from Arable just to keep, keep – or excuse me, Bradley Central just to keep moving the ball here. This is their first really big drive of the night, and it comes with 4.56 left in the second. Yeah, Larry uh, Hedrick just stepped in, the, uh, the athletic director of the year, the character – Athletic Director of the Year, again, receiving the award here tonight. Uh, again, and, and well-deserved, almost uh, from the stories we've heard, uh, almost a unanimous vote. But McCleary's looking to unload and throw this thing, and a, oh, oh. Lord. Hit drill. That was a terrible hit. I'm, uh, I'm worried about the Bradley kid, honestly. Wow. Javon Burke Javon out Burke. there. He is, he is down on the 49-yard line, and a throw that literally he's watching the ball in, and just a – I think and both guys caught the football, and they just – He they uh, just he got put in the fryer there by Thomas Fry, Daddy. I there. don't know. He's I, hurt bad, it seems I like. I think Fry was just standing but, straight up. But knowing him, he's such an athlete, he'll pick back up here and say, and he's already walking himself off. I think he just got the air knocked out of him. Well, but what a play there by the Bradley Central kid to pick it up after it got tipped off. I think it hit either T. Fry or Javon off the helmet there. I think, and, you know, honestly, I think I, I think Javon's just still trying to figure out which ear hole to talk out of, just to be yeah. honest with you, because Thomas Fry was standing straight up. There should be the football. second. I don't, I don't understand the spot here of the, of the, on here because he caught the, the other guy caught the ball there, of course, but he advanced the ball a lot more, so I don't really understand what this, this is basically where Javon got hit is where the ball is right now, but. The guy who's got the reception. I don't really know what's going on here. I think there's a lot of questions. I don't know. We don't know who caught it. <laughs> we don't have a good good angle because the hit was so hard, honestly, yeah. we lost the rest of the play. I was just surprised the other guy caught it. It was like a tip drill. Yeah, but McCleary's going to get back out there without his stud running back and see what he can make happen. He's going to hand it off, and he's going to go around right in, and here come the oh, I think they're going to call it down. Oh, come on. I mean, I from up here it looked out. And, and Coach White's letting them know that should be our ball. That is, I think that should be ours as well. There's no way he was down. No way. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And, and that's what you expect when, when your, your key player goes out for an offense. Uh, I think the next guy in has got to be sure-handed. That wasn't the case. Probably a fumble, but they're going to call him down, and they're going to get new life. First and ten. Ball on the Rebel. 45-yard line. Let's uh, let's tune it in. Uh, McCleary's going to look off the receiver. He's going to look to throw it. DJ Burke says, mine. You know what they say, ball don't lie. <laughs> the ball knew it was fumbled, and it went right uh, back into Maribel Hankins. DJ Burke said, come to Papa here. And it went two. right to him. That's two that's for two, DJ. and I think he's just circled his name in there on the player of the game there with <laughs> two interceptions, a touchdown. Yeah. yeah I, just I'm, a great play all, all, all across the board, and 
and what a what a great job here for him. He had a little bit of a setback early, but way to bounce back, have a short memory, and make three hey, big plays tonight for the Rebels. A setback set up a comeback as DJ Burks, really, man. He, ever since he's had that penalty down here, yeah. he's been playing mad. Mm-hmm. He's been playing possessed. So, yeah, just another great two interceptions, a touchdown, and great plays all the way down the field. But uh, the Rebel offense is back on the field after the DJ Burks interception. It's going to be first and ten Rebels ball on the Rebel 32-yard line. And they're setting up to fire. Trips left, one to the right. Parker McGill in the left hip pocket. Carson Jones takes the snap, going to give it to Parker. He's going to go straight ahead forward, get across the 40-yard line, and he's going to pick up about eight there on first down. Great rip by the senior running back. Yeah, just a great job, excuse me, by uh, Parker McGill. Just like we said, all night just falls forward and just uh, did it again. Waiting for it to happen. And Carson's going to fake it to Parker, keep it himself, get across the power rim. And he got everybody fooled except me. I got it that time. Carson Keeper. And he rips off a big gainer. And that's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down and off and moving are the Rebel offense. Yeah, fooled me on that one. Just a great play call. And and he just keeps his legs moving. I mean, it's amazing to watch him just get upfield so fast. Carson Jones gets it, rolled the pocket to the left, and then he's going to have to cut it back right, get what he can get, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. No gain there on first down. I think uh, the I think the uh, the Bradley defense actually kind of had that one covered pretty well and just took away some options there on the left side of the field. Yeah, good job just to kind of uh, uh, contain him, and they, they blitzed, but they didn't blitz enough to where they got behind the line of scrimmage too much to allow him to kind of slip through there. So just a great job there by... Carson, just to keep his head up and uh, realize, uh, just take the yardage when you can. Actually going to call that one a short loss. It's going to bring up second and 11. And again, Carson's going to move Noah across the formation. He's going to look to the right, look to hit Markel Fortenberry. And there's a lot of green in front of him. He's going to get across the 40, across the 30, and get kind of chopped down there at the 31. And Markel is slow to get up. Again, going to be enough for a first down. Dwight Price of Realty Executive first down, but Markel... Uh, shaking up, going to try to uh, – he does get up. He does get off on his own power, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to get checked out yeah. on the sideline. Just Again, a bunch of caution. Got to check him out there. See, I thought I he was, came right on the hip. Maybe. Well, and I thought it was great that, that when he cut back across the field, he used the umpire as a little bit of a blocker, a little, little flank guy, yep. and, uh, and got a few more yards on that. But, yeah, when he slid down right on the hip, probably just stoved him up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, another first down for the Rebels. The ball sits – at the 31-yard line, going right to left. Yeah, and that screen has been open all day. Carson Jones takes the snap standing up, gives it to Parker McGill straight ahead forward inside the 25, and Parker McGill dragging Bradley Bears down to the 21-yard line. And he, when he doesn't get the ball a lot, mm-hmm. he just runs mad when he gets it. you got to yeah. love what you see. Yeah, he had the hold the Bears on the back there, and he was <laughs> able just to keep his legs moving. I, I think he got about five yards with the guy all over his back, and I need to pay the Uber there, the... The park and go Uber service there. He was taking folks forward. Wow, put tags on him because he's, he's driving away. Carson Jones just going to flat-foot it, throw this one, get it to Nick Daigle, and he is going to pull the Bradley defense down to the 11-yard line. They are inside the common sense pest control red zone, and they are setting up shop. First and 10, uh, Red Rebels, they can get a first down at the one-yard line, and we'll, uh, we'll see if it takes that yeah. uh, to get in the end zone. Again, uh, aggressive would be understatement mm-hmm. for what they're doing here. Minute and 20 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Again, 21 to nothing on uh, the lead here. Rebels got the ball to open the game, so Bradley will get it to start the second half. So points here 
are uh, are big for that effort for a moving clock. As Carson's gonna oh balls on the ground, he's gonna hand off the the little end around to Noah Vaughn, and it is fumbled, dropped, and Bradley recovered. They will take over at the 19 yard line, and what was a a very aggressive drive stopped. Yeah, just a very uncharacteristic uh, mistake there for Maryville as just uh, Noah Vaughn was trying to move a little bit too fast, and I think the ball just lies right on the ground. Then there's uh, a little bit of disruption there between Carson Jones, but a uh, good heads-up play by the Bradley Central kid to just land on the ball. Yeah, good to see as, as Javon Burks back into the football game. Uh, took a nasty hit that last outing, but he is out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him on play number one. Uh, Javon Burke gets the handoff. He's going to try to pick his way through, and he gets to the first level. Not sure well, how, but uh, he gets up near the 25-yard line. Pickup of six there on first down, and we're under a minute, and there is a timeout on the field. Again, timeout Bradley Central. Let's take one with him. El Humidor timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Bradley Central is back out here on offense as there's 50 seconds to go until halftime here. Your Rebels lead 21 to nothing as Javon Burks is going to get it, and he's going to go around left side. And I think the Rebels, Jude, will allow that to happen mm-hmm. uh, because there's uh, at that level of pickup, it's not going to get you there. I'm not sure what Bradley said. What are they, what are they doing? They just spiked it. Yeah, with, with uh, two timeouts still left, I'm not really sure. Uh, what they're doing here? Uh, Actually, I, mean, I don't think they they've not taken away the last time out. Yeah, I think they gave it. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I think they still have two. Uh, but I don't understand the run call there. If you're gonna call a timeout and try and save it, what's the point of just putting the ball back on the ground again? Especially when a first down doesn't even so, stop the clock here at this situation. Sounds like they respect the the DBs from Maryville as he's gonna look to uncork it. He's gonna throw it deep. Who is there for him? T Fry. Gets in the way of the football and uh, knocks it down. I uh, mm-hmm. intended receiver. I'm trying to see it. I'm assuming uh, number two, Cannon Hall. That's that's the assumption because if you look at last game's uh, stat line, uh, maybe one of the only ones that got thrown. Yeah, through. I think the just Bradley Central really is going. Uh, they're two dimensional in the sense that they have Burks and Hall, and that's about it on offense. It seems like for them. Uh, it seems like they're very limited in that sense, and Maribel's really exploiting them by kind of bottling up those two big playmakers for them and forcing them to beat them some other way, and they haven't I, been able to do so. I thought T. Fry one-on-one with him, though. I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of credit to T. Fry. Yeah. But uh, as he's going to look off the receiver, try to throw backside, and, and just just knocked out the defender, mm-hmm. and he is going to rumble past the first down marker, get a first down for Bradley Central, but 24.7 seconds to go here in the first half, Jude, and they're not to midfield yet. I just uh, – not not great 
play selection to try to push this one down the field, but I'm not complaining. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when we're up and we're trying to push this in the 35 here. Uh, we're not complaining one bit up 21 here. Look down here. Look at this matchup down here. They've got a huge tight end down here in the flat. But it uh, looks like McCleary's going to look left, and he's going to just tuck it and go and get what he can get. He gets across midfield, gets runs out of bounds at the 49-yard line where they're going to spot him. I thought he got a little deeper than that. But mm -hmm. uh, it's not going to be a first down. It is going to stop the clock because he went out of bounds. But 18 seconds is all that remains here. Again, Rebels lead 21 to nothing. Uh, and, again, this drive brought to you by a fumble on the Rebels' last possession. Bradley Central's McCleary is going to take the uh, the low snap. He's going to deliver out in the flat to number two, Cannon Hall. And uh, Cannon <laughs> Hall wants a flag for uh, a little continuation, but Lou just aggressive uh, helps him all the way out of bounds. Yeah, it looks like Lou is trying to uh, to look into it here as uh, – as uh, it looks to be very uh, very controversial there on that other side. It's very hard for uh, for this this side over here for Braxton to understand that that was not a penalty. Absolutely. As McCleary's going to look to throw it, and he is going to complete the pass, but I think they're going to call him inbounds. There is no way he was inbounds. Yeah, it seems like it's a uh, incomplete pass there. There's that far side judge said that so uh interesting call there for i'm not sure uh interesting call for bradley central we're trying to we we had a visitor here but 9.8 seconds is what remains 21 to nothing is the score and bradley central just uh trying to salt this one out is that he was brought down inbounds that clock shouldn't stop five and a half to go and it's going to bring up a uh is it third and short or fourth and short Looks like it's going to be third down. It's kind of an odd play here, odd situation that Bradley Central has himself in because it's a little bit too far uh, on the pass. So you're thinking maybe get a uh, hook and ladder or something like that. Yeah, we're going to see what they bring out here. I, you know, they've had, they had a lot of time to get downfield and just really probably ha what did they progress this thing? Twenty five yards. They may have moved yeah. this thing forward twenty five. And it took them about fifty sixty seconds to do so. Yeah, it's just uh, this is they're going to get the football back. This was an opportunity to get some points, get the football back to yeah. start the second half, and really battle your way back in. But uh, uh, the way it's setting up now, they've got about one play uh, to see what they're going to do going into the half. Yeah, just uh, kind of no man's land here is that it is too far for the field goal and very far pass here. Um, we'll see what they can do here. As as the quarterback did show some arm strength there earlier in practice, he made about a throw of this length, but uh, it was definitely a stretch. So we'll see. We'll see what they can do here. Looks like we're going to play back in a in kind of a deep zone. And looks like McCleary a little little handsy there. It's going to be Number a false 22. start. Yep. False start on Bradley Central. That will back them up. It was kind of an interesting. I it almost looked like a designed quarterback run. I just I wouldn't have expected that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like they were just trying to. Uh, looks like they were just trying to uh, to get it off there, and uh, just got a little bit too jumpy. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see if if that helps them or hurts them right here, Jude. As as third and seven upcoming, and they're going to run this big old tight end out here wide, and uh, and see what they're going to have doing. And they can't take them with them, Jude. So they take their last yeah. timeout. 
Let's take one with them. El Himidor timeout right here. Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blunt County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Welcome back to Maryville High School. As five and a half seconds is all that remains here in the second quarter. Your Rebels lead 21 to nothing. Bradley Central using every option, including timeouts, uh, to get this to the halftime. Just a little note uh, of interest. Uh, Gage Anderson is number one for Bradley Central. We may have, uh, have misspoke. But as McCleary looks to uncork it, he throws a hot route there about the 20-yard line. It's going to fall incomplete and to an end is this second quarter of play. And as we reach the halftime, 21 to nothing on the Denzo scoreboard as we head to the Whitlock and Company halftime show. But, hey, let's take us a break. Listen to these great sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Jerome Moon would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blunt County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blunt County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career you can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blunt County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 385-7412. 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome inside the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show as as Jude Ellison, Chris Hips, and myself are here to talk the halftime of the Rebels lead over the Bradley Bears 21 to nothing. Guys, an interesting end to the first half as Bradley uh, uh, used everything, including the timeouts, to try to get the most time of possession there, uh, but ultimately uh, did not uh, did not make it happen. Yeah, just uh, Bradley Central had a few good good drives that they were able to piece together, but just unable to really uh, form any, uh, any substantive or lasting drives there. And as we bring Chris Hips back in, in, in on the mic, uh, Chris, what would you see? Uh, again, you, we saw the big circle for DJ, player of the game. We <laughs> talked about you called the screen pass before it happened. Uh, you knew kind of where, where you could kind of break open this Bradley defense. What would you see there in the first half? I mean, I just saw a complete dominant game by Maribel. I mean, their biggest mistake was the one fumble on the uh, last possession they had. But, I mean, they're just doing everything perfect. They're just this Bradley Central team, we noticed, uh, looks like they maybe only have like 40 players uh, in, in uniform, so they're going to be tired. They're running a lot of people uh, both ways. So Maryville's just spreading them out, making them run side to side, going to tire them down. 
And I'm going to say that's probably what's going to continue in the second half as well. Well, and, and I think, Jude, as you look across, this is a this is a Rebel team that this extra week off, they, they, look, uh, they look rested, they look prepared. And, and, you know, they're playing fast, and a lot of times you'll have something like that. I think that, that Noah fumble was not a, a, a miscue per se. It was just a – it was Noah was with a full head of steam and saw a lot of green in front of him and then just ripped that thing around the end and just took the hand off a little strong before yeah. he could get it done. Yeah, I think he's just such a, such a quick guy that just kind of got a little bit jumpy as, of course, he scored already twice, I believe, tonight. And so just he's, he's looking to make a lot of plays and just kind of got a little bit disjointed. I think Bramble probably got a little bit comfortable, maybe needed to slow it down just a tad bit as they were playing very hot. So uh, total total injection here as uh, we're you breaking know, news. We, well, we kind of broke that McMinn County had had to, to forfeit well, I had that, to retract right that it was going to be Dobbins Bennett. But I hope people didn't tune out for the halftime because according to uh, Steve Wilmoth, uh, TC Sports says Dobbins Bennett versus McMinn County was canceled as Sullivan County Health Department said it had received report of a positive test among McMinn County program. McMinn County is disputing, but Sullivan County Health Department said no game. Advancing team to be determined. It just so, seems a little bit nefarious there. If they're yeah, whatever that the means. The DB, the DB <laughs> uh, people are saying. Yeah, that just, I don't know. That's, that's odd be, to say the least. I would be travel three hours to play a game just to have it postponed. <laughs> yeah, COVID-19 edition of the Salem Witch Trial. That's hilarious. Uh, that's hilarious. But you know what? It, it, it's a wrinkle that, unlike any other year, uh, it, it, it's not so far out of the realm. So we'll find out if uh, how that necessarily shakes out and what happened. That's a word um, from the official Dolphins Minute. Uh, Twitter, they said the game has been called. No outcome on game has been decided. So, and that is that was retweeted by Five Star. So, so I think that's incredible. TBD. Yeah, that is a the official account there. But yeah, I know I know Troy Provo Heron, and I'm gonna <laughs> dig up what he thinks and what he's gonna get out of this thing. What the? <laughs> he right. said I'm looking in the same place you are. <laughs> but uh, Coach teeing it up. Coach but uh, at Maryville High School, the the marching Rebel band out there wearing it out here. Uh, on a on a kind of a chilly November night, but uh, I'm in shorts, so I don't know how chilly it really is. Uh, but uh, but guys, first half stats provided by Ken Main as he locks it up each and every week for us. 21 to nothing on the scoreboard. That's the key point. 13 to six, the advantage for Maryville in the first down category. Rushing yards, 22 touches, 79 yards for the Red Rebels. 14 touches, 65 yards for the Bradley Bears. Passing yards, 188 for Maryville. 35 yards for Bradley Central. Total offensive plays, 35 for 267 yards for Maryville. 25 plays for 100 yards for Bradley Central. That second quarter had a, a pretty decent advantage for them. They actually had, at, at halfway through the first quarter, negative one yards of offense. But if you look at individual stats, Parker McGill, 10 carries, 33 yards. D.J. Burks, 1 for 19 and a touchdown. Carson Jones, 7 for 13 and a touchdown. Nick Daigle, 2 for 8, and Noah Vaughn, 2 for 6. In the rushing category for Bradley Central, Javon Burke leading the way, but not as impressive. 8 for 39, not the uh, in, like huge game that he had a few weeks back. Aiden McCleary, the second leading rusher and the quarterback, uh, 4 touches, 16 yards. Jackson Wilson, 1 for 6, and Braden Clark, one four four in the receiving category. Noah Vaughn leads the receivers four catches for sixty two yards. Markel Fortenberry two for fifty one and a touchdown. 
D.J. Burks, three catches for 41 yards, and Nick Daigle, two for 34 yards. Uh, Cannon Hall leads the way for the Bradley Bears, two catches for 11 yards. Jackson Wilson, one for 10. Javon Burke, one for eight. And Braden Clark, one for six. So uh, usual suspects on both sides of the football here, guys, but uh, a lot left to be played here in 24 minutes of football. Let's take our break. Listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blunt County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families. 
Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Welcome back to Maryville High School and the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. Jude Ellison, Chris Hips, and myself on the call as we are uh, at halftime here at Maryville. 21 to nothing, the scoreboard, as uh, the Rebels have had had opportunities to really make it bigger than that, Jude. Uh, but uh, just a, a turnover there late, a blocked uh, block kick down here, and, and really – uh, but still a dominant performance by the Red Rebels. But, Chris, yeah. uh, we had a little bit of a storyline about one game of interest. What else is going on uh, around the area? So looking at our uh, cross-town rivals, uh, Alcoa Tornadoes. Are they, in a, are they in a battle? They are in a tight <laughs> battle. I think I just saw the score pop up now. It's 42 to zip over Kingston. Yeah. Um, another game I think Close. we – Yeah. Another game I think we uh, were trying to keep an eye on was the Greenback, you know, team yeah, right down the road. They're down twenty to seven at Cofield right now. Coming back, coming back. Yeah, uh, the Knox Central Knox Hall game is fourteen to seven in favor of Central. Yeah. Who does what? Who, will they? Will the winner of that play the winner of the West game? Is I that how so. that's going to line up? Yeah, I think that'll so. be a good game. Right West there. is up thirteen to three on Walker Valley. Hmm. Yeah, that that you know Walker Valley. I I didn't really expect them to be here. They they knocked off Powell, right? Got you that, another good one. End of first quarter. Mount Juliet three, Oakland zero. It's pronounced excellent. Pronounced excellent. Let's see. Uh, Davy Crockett is up fourteen to ten on South Dole. Uh, pick the the guy south of the river. Yeah. And that Gatlinburg Pittman and Pigeon Forge matchup is zero zero at halftime. That's that's crazy. Like zero zero at the half. I mean, that's just a. That's fun to watch. And then we were talking about that big uh, Anderson County-Greenville matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been a hard-hitting matchup, matchup for the last couple of years. It's a whopping three-zip at halftime. Defensive struggle. Yes. Any other any other games of interest? Um, Oak Ridge. Hey, who's, on, who's up on that dobbins bennett County game? <laughs> uh, right now they're still in the uh, probably what, about 45-minute talk. Do you think they're right still there? Do the you hit? think they're still talking? No, I don't think so. They're, they're still trying to figure it out. They may be like NASCAR. They'll try to play at noon on Monday. I think they're looking for late votes coming in. Oh, <laughs> recount, recount. Yeah, and Oak Ridge is up six to nothing on Ray County at halftime. Also, hmm. oh, Ray County. What they, they were a ten and one team, right? Yes. Oak Ridge came in eight and three. Hmm. I think I wow. called it on a you certain did. show that you Oak did. Ridge has been on the hot streak. You, you can say what show you were doing it on. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, 
Uh, two minutes, 29 seconds to go here in the half, Jude. Uh, the, both teams out kind of warming up, trying to get things going. Bradley out there uh, really just kind of running routes. I think they know they're going to have to get the throw game going here in the second half if anything's going to make it. Uh, make a dent in this Maryville mm-hmm. lead. But, guys, what do you see from the Rebel side of things? What do you got uh, to do to really just get to the next round? I, I know we ultimately the goal is to get to 35 points in a moving clock, but yeah. really just to get off tonight with the win. Yeah, I think Maryville, like you said, they're definitely going to be looking for that 35 points here. I think they're going to come out uh, scoring, trying fast. I think that's why we saw the big tempo on, that, on this drive down here that ended up in a fumble. Uh, I think you definitely are going to look for a score here. Uh, maybe two before the starters come out, but I think the starters are still in at, at the end of half. But I think you just keep playing how you are. Defense keeps making a lot of plays. They can they can even take a few breaks there on defense and still be good. It seems like, but uh, a lot of firepower on that McMinn or excuse me Bradley County team. So you just got to be careful with uh, Mr. Burks over there. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I don't think the uh, Bradley Central is trusting the quarterback right now with only 35 yards passing with two interceptions. Uh, I think D.J. Burkett might have more receiving yards right now for Maribel. He's done that a few times, yeah. though. He, he kind of likes to lead both teams. Yeah. But uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. I think you see a lot more Javon Burke out of the backfield. I think he took that big lick. They kind of put him in a, in a little bit of a try to see what's going to happen that next time out. That's why they didn't really push, push force and push the issue. That's yeah. push the issues down downfield. But I, I think Javon Burke's going to be a big part of the second half. He's really the cornerstone of this offense. And if they're going to make anything of it, it's going to be with number three uh, kind of leading the way. But I think for the Rebels, continue to push tempo, try to try to really, again, continue to wear this team down. But then I think defensively, more of the same. Just attack, attack, attack. Believe in what you got on the edges. I think Fry Daddy, I think Travis Reeder has done a great job on the edges and just uh, and just hold serve and get what you get. And uh, uh, so I expect a solid there second half uh, here for, for both teams. But, hey, let's take our last break of the half, and when we come back, it'll be second half action here from Maryville High School. You're listening to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show right here, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Jerome Moon would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blunt County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blunt County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at bluntareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career 
You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Maryville High School in second half action here as your Red Rebels come out of the first half leading 21 to nothing as they extended the half, Jude, as we expected, uh, just under a minute to go here until the guys get back going. But the the, uh, the, the guys are at about the seven-yard line all grouped up talking. I think it's just uh, status quo. We've shut this team out. Let's keep that going. Yep. Put a few more scores on this thing and get that clock mm-hmm. rolling. Yeah, I think Maryville is just looking to just say, hey, just keep it where it is. We're up 21 nothing. We're here for a reason, and just keep playing uh, our brand of football, and uh, and that will get us to that next round of the playoffs to uh, a team, I guess, to be determined who they'll be facing here. Yeah, little, little, uh, uh, as you said, interesting-looking optics. Yeah, uh, not the best there optics in, in from an objective perspective there. Not the best look when you're <laughs> – when the Dobbins-Bennett County Health Department there calls down and says, hey, this game shouldn't go on, you know what I mean? Not the best look when they receive an anonymous uh, tip. So, I mean, we'll see if their claims are substantial or not, but we got a good football game here ahead of us. I was going to say, we, we've got 24 minutes to see yep. uh, if, if this is going to be the host of one of those teams uh, here in, in the next seven days. But uh, uh, Jeff Weaver sighting down there as he's taking pictures of the student section. Again, uh, posing in their pajamas, as tonight was pajama dress-up day, or what What do you call that, the theme? The theme, yeah. The theme. Uh, we'll see what's going on. But uh, as Bradley Central, like I said, won the toss, deferred to the second half, they will receive the second half kick, and they have deep, looks like Javon Burke, uh, Cannon Hall, and and then 22, which is... Jackson Wilson. Got to love that name, Jackson. My little boy's name is Jackson. But as the Rebels kick it away, it uh, it is not going to be returned as it bounces on the R of Maryville right there in that end zone in front of the field house. So mm-hmm. uh, Bradley Central will bring it out to the 20-yard line and uh, and see if the second half is more of the same as we saw in the first or if yeah. they found new life at the half. I would go with the more of the same here as I just highly doubt unless Javon – uh, Burt comes out here and plays like a man possessed. I just don't really see a uh, a need there for them to uh, to really do anything too crazy here. But of course, this could be the last game for these seniors, or I guess it will be the last game for these seniors if the score holds. So you just want to get real creative here. I think I don't think the passing route is the best. I think you need to have a lot of uh, a lot of different things like that. A little shout out there at the halftime show for the marching band as they did a great tribute to veterans here just the weekend post Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just did a great uh, two trumpets memorializing, doing taps, and uh, and really doing a great job uh, honoring our veterans and 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 the home stands. It's just it's just something living in the South as everybody was yep. standing, hands on the heart, and uh, and again a thank you to the band for doing that mm-hmm. and uh, and raising that up. Yeah, and it looks like it's Bradley Central is trending up as number 22, Jackson Wilson there. The freshman was on the carry. 
pickup of two yards there. It was second and eight upcoming. He's throwing it, and he uncorks it. And, and if that receiver would have been eight foot tall, he would have caught it. But yeah. uh, incomplete nonetheless. It's going to bring up third and eight, ball on the 22. And Bradley goes left to right here on Jim Renfro Field. Yeah, Bradley's got a, got a bad case of the three and outs here, it looks like. And uh, they're just really struggling to move the ball right now, and it's just very – very hard for them to get any sort of offensive production. Yeah, it's just they're trying to find a, a soft spot, and honestly, in those black unis, it's all tough sledding uh, for an opposing offense. Empty backfield for Bradley Central. They're going to go. They're going to go basically well five wides, and he's going to get a low snap, a little three-step drop, and here comes the defense. He's going to try to look to call his own number, and he is going to be chopped down after a pickup of one yard. And who did that? <laughs> Lou. Lou. As Chris, I'm, Chris almost choked on that defensive <laughs> play right there. Yeah, that is a that is a clean cough here in the press box. Just a just clean so cough, know. clean cough, clean cough. It is uh, it is a water driven cough. But uh, Bradley with three uh, plays that yielded two yards. Fourth down came and uh, eight yards to go. So punt formation for Bradley Central as uh, no chopping into the lead here on this first possession uh, for their offense. It looks like. Uh, Daigle's going to stand at midfield to, to receive this. A uh, wobbly end over end calling for fair catch, and he will get it at the Bradley Central 49-yard line where the Rebels will set up first and 10. And that ball got to Daigle uh, very fast. That was a low kick, and that, I kind of turned around before I looked at looked up. Uh, Daigle well, had the ball in his hands, and I think that kind of what you're going to say is an end over end action really brought it to him faster. Well, and it just turned over very fast. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they want it to hang and then turn over, and there it goes. But that one just basically was already turning over when it went over the offensive mm-hmm. lineman. Yeah. But uh, here, here come the Rebel offense. Carson Jones still at the controls, and he's going to be in the traditional shotgun set. Parker McGill to his left hip pocket. It looks like Daigle to the left, and then uh, Fortenberry to the right. And again, he's going to take the shotgun snap, give it to Parker McGill straight ahead, and Parker is rumbling down inside the 45 and going to be brought down at the 40-yard line. Nice pickup of eight yards there on first down, and uh, Parker's still got fresh legs. Yeah, he's he's playing like him, and he hasn't got a lot of touches tonight, so he's still really fresh right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the ball a lot more. Yeah, I think you're just going to see a pound it and ground it uh, kind of attack here from the Rebels. Uh, they they have uh, definitely got the endurance mm-hmm. on their side, and I think they're just going to try to lean on this uh, Bradley Central Bear defense. Yep. Again, Carson in shotgun takes the snap. He's going to give it again to Parker. Parker's going to make some cuts, get across the twenty or across the thirty yard line, and brought down at the twenty seven. That's going to be a pickup of thirteen on Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, I think this is going to be the Parker McGill drive right here. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets again. Uh, Bradley Central defensive line just really had a tough tough task tonight and just has been really worn down as they're really putting their hands on their hips. They're definitely tired right now. I'm trying to see the pieces around because, again, uh, the Maryville offense has been known if you continue to hand it, play action's coming. So we'll see if, if that uh, if that bodes true. Markel Fortenberry, Nick Daigle to the left side of the formation. They're going to give it to Parker again. He's going to rip through the defense and carry a Bradley Central Bears all the way down to the 10-yard line before he's brought down. 17-yard pickup for the senior and inside the common sense pest control red zone. First down, Rebels. Yeah, and just say uh, 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 kind of I thought it might have been a horse call. I think the Maryville fans definitely wanted that, but definitely got a lot of jersey trying to bring down Parker, and I wouldn't be surprised if it goes right back to him. 
Yeah, I, I don't. They've yet to stop him yet. So again, first in ten, Red Rebels. That's the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and uh, looking to the sideline, a little change of play, and Carson cleans his hands and stands in the traditional shotgun. He takes the snap. He gives it to Parker again. He's going to go right this time, rip it around the end, and drive to the pylon. Does he get oh. it? They're going to call him down at the one. I thought he touched the pylon. It was close. It was definitely close. I thought, I thought they might have just given it to him, but I think there's only one play call right here, and that is uh, Parker McGill right up the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Parker left, Parker right, Parker middle. There's uh, there's only uh, one guy that's yeah. going to touch this. So uh, I like the, the the ground and pound that they've been able to put on this drive. And Parker, like you said, a little fresh coming out of the half. Not a ton of touches in the first, and he has been able to grind down this Bradley Central defense. But uh, Carson in the shotgun takes the snap. Parker, two, one, up. touchdown, Rebels. Just standing up, just waltzes in and. Uh, Great play by Parker. I think he put his head down thinking he, there was going to be contact, but just ended up getting not there. He just had no contact on him. He just you ended know, up standing up, just walked in. And Parker McGill with the Everting Orthodontics touchdown. And you know what? Sometimes when you meet at the line of scrimmage, one guy wants it a little mm-hmm. bit more. Parker wanted it a lot more right then, and that's why he's in for six. The Denzo scoreboard has just changed. Corbin Price tees up the extra point. The kick is up, and the kick is good. The Denzo scoreboard now reads... Your Red Rebels 28, the visiting Bradley Central Bears 0. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. The gloves are coming off. The gloves are coming off. And welcome back to Maryville High School. Jim Field just saw a stunning... Rebel Drive, a five-play, 48-yard, two minutes, two seconds time of possession as Parker McGill ripped through a Bradley Central defense en route to a touchdown. Again, more yards on that drive for Parker McGill than he had in the first half. So uh, a big uh, big outing for the senior. And then, again, a kick in the, into the end zone will set up Bradley Central first and 10 at their 20-yard line. Jude, uh, this is another one of those situations. Every time they come out, the hole's deeper mm-hmm. for Bradley Central. Does the sense of urgency all of a sudden start weighing heavy on this team? I think it's always been. I think from the first time they touched the ball all night, it was definitely there with this Marvel team. You knew you were going to get down early, and that's exactly what happened. And I think that they're just playing with nothing left to lose, and they're going to take a lot more risk this drive. We'll see as McCleary looks to hand it off to Burke, and Burke, of course, gets ahead forward. And he's going to pick up about five on first down. Again, Javon Berg knows how to run forward, lean forward, and then he will fall forward for five yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a good job by by uh, Javon there to uh, just make something out of nothing. It looked like he was going to get bottled up a lot more. But just was able to kind of uh, be a very elusive there and, and get that first, or excuse me, get the five-yard pickup. Yeah, the 5'11", 170-pound senior is really staring down the last couple quarters of his high school career as he has an opportunity to play at the next level, but he is ripping uh, and, and trying to run. As he's pushing the pile, they're going to get down, 
or get up to the 39-yard line. That's going to be a big up pickup for Burke. It's going to be 14 yards. First down, Bradley Central. Yeah, big carry for Burke, and he's a little bit shaken up on the play. He's got a little bit of a limp. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of ran him off here, but it uh, looks like he's going to stay in the game. That wouldn't be his first time that he's come back from an injury and he, gotten the ball. There was a lot of Rebels all over yeah. him, so I'd say that was a scrappy pile there for a minute. He's going to stay in it, it looks like. 14-yard pickup. That's the number of the night. McCleary's in the backfield for Bradley Central. Two to the left, one to the right. They're going to move Cannon Hall across the formation. Laundry on the field. as it looks like somebody jumped for Bradley Central. And, uh, dude, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. I'm sure Tim will have the the troops there yelling that out. But, yeah, Bradley Central, I think they're just getting a little bit too antsy there. Uh, I think the the urgency, like you said, is really kind of weighing on them. And, uh just a lot of things not going right here for this well, uh, Bradley Central team. I, I think when a deficit is such as 28 to nothing, you, you just feel like every play has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think Bradley Central, they're, they understand what seniors they have on yeah. this team. They're, they are a good football team, uh, and they're, they're just trying to keep this thing relevant mm-hmm. to give themselves a chance. And then uh, the receiver just yeah. uh, took off there early but uh, got back in time. Uh, they're going to run 2-0 across the formation. They're going to give it to Burke, and he's going to try to pick and choose. He gets around right in. He's going to fall ahead forward uh, for a pickup of about four, I think. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's just that guy. He can stand still and get forward progress. I don't understand mm-hmm. him. Yeah, and, I mean, like you said, I, I kind of a bit off that. I think that Bradley Central trying to try to have all these grand, magnificent plays down 28 uh, points. They're trying to make, like, a design play for five yards, kind of go for a lot more. I think they're getting – they're getting antsy. They're trying to make a lot of big plays when they don't necessarily are designed to have these big plays. Yeah, and, and the Maryville defense is just built to stop that kind of effort because they have the ebb and flow. They get the the pressure on the quarterback that's kind of seized up the long throw, but yet there's enough people there to stop the run. As Burke's going to get it around left end, and he's going to get back maybe to the original line of scrimmage, pick up of two. It's going to set up third and ten. And, and again, the plays are limited when you're in your own territory, third and long. Yeah, just a good uh, good job there for Maribel. As DJ is going to run on here, let's see if he can't get the sticky fingers on the ball here and get another pick. <laughs> I, I tell you, a hungry kid tonight as, uh, as as he's been. I think if they put it in the air, he's going to try to track it. Mm-hmm. Especially on a tip drill here. Let's see what happens. A little zone there. They're going to take a little three-step drop, look to throw it. McCleary's going to pick it down and pull it himself. And he's going to get the first down, get across midfield. And uh, mm-hmm. give Bradley Central a little bit of new life as he's going to be down at the 49, but not before a first down Bradley Central. Yeah, just a good job there for Bradley Central to kind of make nothing or something out of nothing, I should say. Just a really good run there. And I think he kind of messed up the slide there. Then that's a little bit dangerous there. Kind of rolled up on that leg. Yeah, he picked up 12 on the third and 10. Needed 10, got 12. And uh, first, down, first down Bradley Central. But, uh, you, you know, I think uh, that took a decision. Because uh, if he gets stopped short, that's mm-hmm. just yet another opportunity for the Rebels. But Javon Burks gets it, goes off right tackle, and just kind of follows his blocker. And he picks up a nice gain there on first down. Looks like he's going to pick up about six and set up second and four to go. Ball on the Maryville 43-yard line, 4.57 to go here in the third quarter. Maryville leads 28 mm-hmm. to nothing. And Bradley Sindra, I think they're showing no signs of urgency here. They're... They're taking their sweet time, which I think is good because you don't want to make a mistake. Well, you want to get the last few drops out of this 
of this of this season here. And I think I think it's a little bit of both sides. You you want to be perfect, but you also don't want to give Maryville an opportunity to get the football back. As Javon Burks with the football again goes off right guard mm-hmm. and uh, gets tripped up and falls ahead forward yeah. uh, for a pickup of a yard. Lou Burfield did a great job timing up his rush and just was in the backfield and, and kind of tackled Javon and had him hopping on one leg there for a second. He got about four or five yards just hopping on one leg, and that will bring up here second down and three. I think Chris brings up a great point. Maryville's okay with them eating up the clock, but they're also playing sound enough that they're making them be perfect. Third mm-hmm. and three upcoming, ball on the 42. And, again, a big third down for Bradley Central. They get the shotgun snap. Fake it to Javon Burke. No, Burke has it, and everybody's in the backfield to get him, and can he get out of it? Man, he Uh, is all elusive, but uh, not elusive enough as he is going to track back and get dropped for a huge loss at the 49-yard line. Loss of seven, if my math works right. Yeah, it seems like he's always uh, able to kind of get away from it. Looks like there is a flag on the play. It's, and Javon is shaking up again, so he keeps uh, – To me, that that's in the area of holding just because of all that scramble. Somebody was trying to make uh, it happen. face mask. No. Mm. That's a terrible – now. I'm not going to say it's a wrong call. I didn't see it. Yeah. But, uh, but, again, just unfortunate because you had everything bottled up there. So, just a, not a good look. Face mask on the Rebels, and that's going to that's gonna give new life here for Bradley Central. But, again, clock working against them. Even though you get the first down, you're still not much closer. Yeah, and this is uh, this is going to bring up a big first down there for Bradley Central. They really needed something to go their way, and finally something did this quarter. Jackson Wilson in the backfield in place of Javon Burke, a new running back into the game. 16, Camden Creighton. Is that right? 22. Oh, they're running Aiden McCleary still out there. McCleary's going to give it to 22, and he's going to go around left end and uh, pick up a couple, pick up a couple. It's going to bring up second and eight. Yeah, second down and eight is Braden Hoy, number 33, was in on the tackle there. Uh, really good tackle there for him, uh, kind of getting in here as a junior. And they are working hard to make every tackle mm-hmm. yeah. hard on They're Bradley running hard, and they're, they're giving them no room. Like you said, they're making them play just absolutely perfect, and to this point, they've been able to play uh, decent, but not, not enough to kind of break this Maryville back. We're going to give a long one, second and nine, ball on the 33. As McCleary's going to roll the pocket right, look to throw. He has a receiver oh. in and out of the hands of number 20 for Bradley Reader Central. Taylor job. Dugan and Travis Reeder timed that perfectly and uh, popped it up. Just no one there to, uh, to to play tip with him. Yeah, just a good job. I think it came down and hit uh, – and hit him on the feet there, too, I believe. So just a good job uh, for Travis Reeder of a kind of a scrappy guy getting in there and blocking that ball out of there to making sure the receiver couldn't make a play on it. Yeah, I think he wanted to make a play on the ball, ended up just popping the receiver, but uh, you can see him down there smacking his hands. He he wanted to get his hands on another interception. But McCleary uh, is going to stay in the traditional shotgun. Again, trips to the right. Uh, Burke back into the football game, and they're going to give it to him. And he's going to run straight ahead forward, turn back. Looks like, uh, is that uh, 95. 95 for the Rebels? That's Frankie. That's yeah. Frankie Diaz. He turned back Javon Burks. Again, <laughs> uh, a guy who's really good at falling forward yeah. uh, did not have the opportunity that time. Pickup of two yards, and it is going to be fourth down. And, and I think the offense stays on the field the rest of the time. I, don't th- I think the punter could pretty much head to the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And Frankie Diaz, just a sophomore, we'll be calling, or I guess you'll be calling his name out a lot here in the future. You're always welcome back, dude. <laughs> I'll just tell you that. But uh, as McCleary's going to go for it on fourth down, he's going to take a little three-step drop. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket. He's going to uncork it over the head of, I'm going to say, Cannon Hall. That is Cannon Hall. And it is going to fall incomplete. Turnover on downs, and the Rebel defense holds. Yeah. And that was honestly a good throw there for the quarterback just uh, – just overthrew it just a tad. I mean, he was yeah. on the run, Lou Birchfield at his back. Right. So, I mean, and it I wasn't think, the worst throw in the situation. But I think on the run made the difference yeah. with the throw because he, if he's set up and, and got his feet set, he's a pretty good passer. And he just, on the run, he kind of led him a little bit. And just, even if he catches it, he's out of bounds. But first and ten Rebels, Carson Jones brings the play in from the sideline. Last guy uh, to get mm-hmm. on the field. DJ Burks, Markel Fortenberry, looks like uh, – 13, that looks Carter Cox has made it into the football game. Uh, he's going to go to the right side of the formation. They're going to put Parker McGill to the left pocket of Carson. A little bobbled snap, but they're going to give it to Parker. He's going to get across the wow. 40, across the 45, 50, and he is going to be drugged down from behind at the Bradley 48-yard line. Nice pickup for Parker McGill, and that might have crossed the century mark for Mr. McGill. 22-yard pickup there by Parker. That will be a 21-yard pickup, I'm sorry, but that will put him, yes, 102 yards on the night. So, uh, for the senior, he has made a nice uh, push here in the second half. Yeah, he's. this has really been just the half of Parker McGill. I think most of the plays have gone right through him, and uh, he's really getting a lot of uh, a lot of good plays here. And his, his, he's just got, what, eight more quarters or, uh, or I guess six more quarters left on this field. Absolutely. As, uh, as they're going to run two to the left, two to the right, but Parker gets it nonetheless, and he's going to go right side of the formation, and they're going to be ready for him. He's going to pick up about a long one or a short two uh, on the play. It's going to set up second and eight. Uh, one minute, 12 seconds to go here in the third quarter as the Rebels are just happy uh, to keep it on the ground, keep it moving. One score keeps it moving for the rest of the night and uh, or just run the football. Yep, which both teams seem to be doing, so it wouldn't make much of a difference there. But uh, under a minute to go here in the third, and the Rebels have a second and nine upcoming. Carson Jones takes the snap, fakes the pitch to Parker, wants to throw it, Mm-mm. and has to tuck it and go himself. He's going to actually lose a yard and get back to the original line of scrimmage. So it's going to be third and ten upcoming, as uh, probably unless there's a timeout taken, that may be the end of the third quarter. It looks like the, uh, the game like clock is maybe one or two seconds above, so we might see one more play here. Let's see. I, I like this trips to the left if they keep it. Mm-hmm. It's got Noah, DJ, and Markel all to one side of the formation. I just throw it up at that point. Yeah, I just have them run the old-fashioned Hail Mary and just give a tip. Hey, one of them's bound to come down with it. Yeah, and the way DJ's playing tonight, I don't, I don't think yeah. it matters where you throw it. Carson's going to move Parker out in the flat. They're going to look his way, then kick it to DJ. He's going to cut back in the middle. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Nobody wins. DJ Burks, touchdown Rebels. What a play. And uh, Chris called that perfectly, and I think I added in there that it was going to be that. I think that solidifies his player of the game status. What a great game. DJ's played out of his mind. Chris is just wasting ink now. It's, It's decided. Might as well print the paper print the paper but uh dj man uh what what a player he he cuts back across the field a little safety valve pass i think they wanted to get to parker in the flat then come back to dj and he cuts across the field and when he got north and south 
Bye-bye, baby, because DJ was gone. Just what a great play. And that puts Maribel up 35 minutes. So, of course, the running clock will be in effect here for the fourth quarter. But I think, like you said, DJ Birch just put on the burners there about, what, the 25-yard line just was gone. There was nobody and, there. And here's the thing. Bradley had two guys that probably had an angle. They had a, a route to get to DJ. It wasn't a breakaway run. But the problem was is they, they underestimated the speed. And, and literally, DJ, did, he does have another gear mm-hmm. that he found, got to the end zone, extended, laid out to yep. get to the pylon. And, uh, again, touchdown Rebels. The Denzo scoreboard changed after the Everting Orthodontics touchdown. Your Rebels now lead 35-0 to over the visiting Bradley Central Bears. A little different look than the first matchup. A little more dominant performance by your Red Rebels. Yeah, just uh, a great job here from Maribel. They have picked off right where they left off coming out of halftime. There's just been no doubts that Maribel has been the far superior team. Any any sort of things like what I was saying earlier about maybe a, a little bit of a letdown in this first half just because coming off of a, of a break just was uh, just completely false. I mean, they just played out of their minds and just great job there from Maribel. Yeah, DJ Burks, man, what what a player! I mean, Carson or Parker McGill had a great third quarter. DJ Burks had a great third quarter. Carson Jones has had a great game. Uh, it's just been uh, mm-hmm. it's just been an onslaught of Rebel offense. That's number ninety four for the Rebels. Kick this one away. That's Charles Trenum, and uh, and he will kick it deep, and it will be a touchback. And first and ten will come from the twenty yard line for Bradley Central. Again, a moving clock now working against the Bradley Bears. Yeah, just definitely a uh, a moving clock here, but honestly, they, the clock would probably already be moving as Bradley Sanger is really not putting putting the ball on the ground whatsoever, and they're really uh, really going, going or excuse me, they are putting the ball on the ground, not really throwing the ball whatsoever, and they're, they really just have a, a fast ground attack here. Well, and the thing is, you know, before, if you're trying to work clock, if you throw a pass and it's incomplete, then that helps you. It doesn't yeah, it no. doesn't hurt you. But with the clock moving, uh, it's just longer for you to get back in play. So Javon Burke's going to get a lot of the work here in the fourth. He goes straight ahead forward, maybe gets a half yard there on first down. Yeah. Rebels Rebels know what's coming. And it's it's they're hard to work with when they don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. But when they see what's coming, yeah. uh, it's, it's a it's – a, Close-up shop situation. And when the coaches have had a bye week to, to just scheme right on Javon Burke, there's just nothing you're going to be able to do. When they've had their whole entire uh, just week just devoted to stopping you, this Maribel staff is just so good at just shutting down these big-time players that come into to Skeeter Shield Stadium. I see Cade Wheeler out there for the Rebel defense as uh, Javon Burke one more time uh, runs the football. He's going to get up to the 25-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of four. It's going to bring third down and five. But I see Noah Limbaugh out there for the Red Rebel defense. Uh, I see, I'm trying to get numbers, 51. Uh, you're going to see Eli Householder like, out there for the Rebels. Looks like 39. No, oh, you already said that Noah Limbaugh is out there. Yeah, got 76. That's Mason May. Mm-hmm. 23 out there. Ty Elder. It's Bradley Central snaps the shotgun. Shotgun snap. He, oh, he doesn't dang. have a lot of place to go. Wants to throw it to Cannon Hall and over the head and incomplete. And it'll bring up fourth down. And they're bringing the punt. Is that the punt unit? Come on now, Bradley Central. That's that's white flag to go with those white on yeah. white jerseys. Yeah, that is. Yep. The only thing they need is the pants, and they're just completely white there. Just like you said, this is. Uh... Yeah, they're playing for next week, Chris. <laughs> They're playing for next year, it looks like. Yeah, playing for 21 is what they're playing for. 
but uh, a lot of a lot of new faces out there. As we'll try to get every name we can in as as we see uh, those numbers come up. But a high snap to the kicker, and he is going to boom one. That one actually hangs a little bit, and then it's going to be fair caught by Mr. Nick Daigle as he stands on the power M at the the Bradley or the Maryville. I'm sorry, 46 yard line. Yeah, just a good job there for uh, for for Daigle just to kind of rein it in. As there was a few. Uh, Right, central guys surrounding him there as he caught it, and I would not be surprised if they were kind of barking at him there. So just a great play. They go to keep his head on. It looked like a lot of new players for Maribel here. As number 11, Isaiah French has entered the game as well as it looks like Keyshawn is getting out there uh, in the wide receiver position. Is that number 35, Julius Toto, out mm-hmm. there as well? Toto's out there. 41, uh, Hayden McDonald. Mm-hmm. And we, we have a new quarterback as well. Caleb Dunford is in. Post. Caleb Dumford is going to give the handoff there, and he is going to push ahead forward. I'm trying to see who the ball carrier was. 41, that is going to be Hayden McDonald. Hayden McDonald into the football game and immediately touches the football. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to be uh, keeping the ball on the ground, keeping this kind of simple play calling here as, again, the second string is in, and they're going to get a lot of good reps. This is the future of American football right here on the field. Number 12, Carson Jones out there in the wide receiver position. Left side of the formation. They look to the sideline to get the call. Again, Dunford going to step back in the shotgun formation, and McDonald to his right hip pocket. Snap is down and low, oh, and he corrals it back and tries to take off, but the, the Bradley first stringers uh, get in there quick on, on that play. But, uh, again, brings up third and long, and uh, it will be 740 uh, to go here in the game as uh, clock continues to tick, a moving uh, ticking clock yep. here. Yeah, just a couple minutes here from a Rebel victory there as Maribel, again, is taking their time here as the the play calling is waiting to get in here. Has done for kind of eyes the sideline to kind of see what Coach Hunt is uh, signaling. It looks like the play call has gone in as they're going to kind of disperse out of there. Yeah, and I think this is just a you've got eight seconds, why not use it as uh, Carson Jones and looks like, can I say, is that French? Yeah, Isaiah French out here to the right side. And they're not going to be able to get this one off. So they are going to take a timeout, Maryville. You know what? Let's take one with them. An El Himidor timeout right here on Rebel Radio as your Rebels lead the Bradley Bears here at home, 35 to nothing, late here in the fourth quarter. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to Maryville High School. Jim Renfro Field is your Rebels' lead at 35 to nothing over the visiting Bradley Bears as McDonald is into the play, and he will not get the handoff. Dunford will go straight ahead forward and uh, ripped one off 
as he just continued to run and got down inside the 40-yard line, down to the 39 of Bradley Central. Just a crease there, yeah. and he made something of it. Yeah, great job by Dunsford. I think it definitely caught the Bradley Central team off guard because they probably uh, had not game plan for him whatsoever, but then he just shows a great burst of speed, just goes right through the middle of the field and gets a big first down for Maryville on third 20 down. 20 yards. Yeah. 20 yards on that run, a first and 10. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Dunford's going to fake the handoff, get it out to Jackson Phillips. He makes one-man room. 25, and he stepped uh, out of bounds. He was at the 30 with a lot of green in front of him, but saw the white uh, sideline there and uh, just, just kind of edged out of bounds. So that's going to be a nice pickup for Jackson Phillips, and it is going to be another first down Red Rebels. Mm-hmm. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, just another great play call here for Maryland to get Jackson Phillips out. Uh, out wide and just uh, get him some play and a great job. I think he probably would have scored there if he hadn't stepped out. He had a lot of green in front of him. Yeah, and a full head of steam. Got got to love the way Jackson. He he does a great job with the first string in in a blocking uh, role. But uh, guy guy's got wheels. He he can make it happen. But Dunford's going to clean his hands on his towel, take a low snap and get the handoff again to McDonald. And McDonald, what about him stretching yeah. out, getting more than uh, more than he really looked like he was going to get. Yeah, it's down near the 25-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of four. Yeah, you love to see that kind of effort from him. I mean, he just dove out like Superman there at the very end to kind of stretch out and pick up that first down. And just a really good job by, excuse yeah. me, by him. He used all of that 5'11", 175-pound frame mm-hmm. uh, to get ahead forward. Five minutes, 11 seconds to go here in the matchup. Again, Rebels lead 35 to nothing, and that clock continues to wind as Dunford mm, uh, takes the low snap, pitches to McDonald, and he is met quickly uh, by two Bradley Bear defenders. Again, they're still rolling the first team out there, uh, so again, they uh, they had heavy pursuit there. We're going to have a change in quarterback here as Eli Hames, number nine, is sophomore. No, that is actually going to – that is another number nine. Uh-oh. I don't have an updated roster. There was a new number nine yeah. uh, as Eli is still, uh, I believe, injured hmm. for this point. Going to get a, a substituted roster. I bet here. that it's – I don't know. I go. bet it's a freshman that they added here on the later – Here we go. We waiver it. wire pickup here, number Zeke nine. McCoy. Zeke McCoy. Zeke McCoy is in Is that a there. freshman? He is going to get the snap. He is going to look off the receiver, look to throw it in the flat to Jackson Phillips. Ill-advised pass nearly picked off by Bradley Central. Number 25, Tito Williams mm-hmm. tried to jump the route. It's going to bring up fourth down Red Rebels. Yeah, fourth down and ten here. It looks like Maribel has no no intent of uh, of switching it out here as uh, they want to get this number nine here, this freshman, some more reps in at quarterback, especially with the big lights here in the playoff football. Zeke McCoy with an opportunity on fourth down to keep it going for the Red Rebels and most likely salt this one away. Fourth and ten upcoming. Again, he's going to stay in shotgun. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. He's got McDonald in the backfield. Jackson Phillips moves across the formation. Hand off to McDonald. He spins out of the first tackle, tries to get ahead forward, and nothing doing as he's going to be escorted out of bounds and another loss there on fourth down. It'll be a turnover and Bradley Central will get it back. Clock yeah, continues mm-hmm. to move. Under three minutes and 20 seconds now here as Bradley Central, probably their last drive of the year here coming in here, so let's see if they can't uh, make some make some trickery happen or uh, go out with a bang here. Uh, I think if you look at it, a guy who's gotten you where you're at is Javon Burke. I think you need to let him see the football. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only person that should touch you here, especially he's a senior. 
This will be his last game. I think he's the only person that needs to touch the ball here. He will come out with McCleary in the backfield, and uh, I don't expect much much more than that. Again, a, a player that has been very, uh, very impactful to this football team, and he gets it there on first down, and he's going to jump and run and get a head forward for a pickup of about three there on first down. And again, what is the last couple minutes of his high school career? Yeah, it looks like there's a few Maryville players at the bottom of the pile here on that tackle, and then that's going to be number 44. Uh, looks like Peyton Cooper has entered the game there. Got Cannon Johnson mm-hmm. into the football game. Uh, still, you've still got some, uh, some, uh, at least first some and first second. Team. At least teamers. Jason's in there. That's a first teamer. Yeah, Manicure's in there. Trying to get probably just a short up there. 21, 21 is Caleb Graham. And again, Burks is going to get it again, and he's got a lot of room to move. Let's yep. see, he's ripped it off, and that's going to be a touchdown for Bradley. The zeros, no more, as Javon Burks rips it to the end zone. And that will be touchdown Bradley Central, and the clock will now stop. Mm. You knew Javon had to go up with a the bang there. Bradley Central, just a great play by him, and he shows his speed there. Going out as a senior, his last play would probably be a scoring play. You'd love to see that for the kid. Well, and again, uh, he, he's been a great player. The fact that the Rebels have kept him out of the end zone uh, has been a testament to the defense, not necessarily against Javon Burke. But, yeah, he, uh, he showed his, his athleticism there in open space. Uh, had a lot doing. Looks like 82 for, for Bradley Central Grant Haney. will look for the PAT. It's a fake. It's a fake. And it's, I think uh, the snapper or the, the holder was the only one that knew it was a fake, it looked like, as the yeah. lineman just kind of sat there. Yeah, Jonathan Sosabi uh, got the high snap, and I think he knew he couldn't get it down based on where, where the kicker was, and he tried to roll that thing out and, uh, and make something of it, and all it was was a failed attempt. So 35-6 to 6 is your new scoreboard, as the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Uh, Javon Burke uh, made his impression into the, the football game, and Chris asked, onside kick. Jude, I, I just don't think that's where this. You think? Yeah. I don't think they will. I think they definitely do it. No question they do it. If they just, I think they will. I, no, why not? I mean, if I played that Pokemon game you and Chris played, I'd put a Pokemon battle on it. But I don't even know what that means, actually. I don't know. I haven't been playing that lately. we got to ask the Chris in here. Chris has been. I'm kind of falling out of stuff. I need to get back in and he needs to take me and go down there. Chris has been. As, uh, as looks like we get And it looks out. like the coaches are talking to the players saying, hey, look, have your heads up for a fake here. As they're putting, yeah, Markell and and Reader there on the kind of second string there. Kick formation, you're going to have guys like Brandon Husky into the matchup, and it is going to be kind of a coffin kick. And looks like fair catch is called for and taken by Travis Reader, number 16 for the Rebels. 152 to go. The uh, Bradley Bears have their three timeouts remaining. Uh, do you think they use them, or do you think it's uh, it's victory formation for it's the Rebels? formation here for the Rebels, it looks like. Maybe you just give the ball to Parker and, and, and call it a day. But Number 15, Eli Cobble into the football game. Number 18, Drew Wallace. Uh, trying to get some more names in there. 74, Sal. Chito. Chito. 87 into the football game, Sam Shepard. 62, Jackson Whitehead. 59, Carlos Giannis. Carlos. Actually, they're going to run a play. They're going to get a low shotgun snap, hand it to, I believe, McDonald. Mm-hmm. 
And McDonald's going to go left, and uh, he's actually going to lose a couple yards. Um, but that clock will continue to move. Minute and 39 seconds to go until the Rebels advance to the third round of the playoffs. Yeah, and it's looking like uh, Maryville has a few things to sort out there on that third team, but uh, as far as the snapping screen, but it looks like they should be good here for the future. It looks like 89 for us. That's going to be Sam Young. We, I guess we already called him. He kind of ran back in there. No worries, no worries. We'll, I'm pretty sure over his their career we will say their name oh, I'm sure. a lot. These are the future Maryville kids right here, so they'll definitely be getting in a lot. Again, Zeke is going to take the snap. He's going to give that handoff, and they're going to push the pile and get back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half-yard gain there as we are under a minute here from Skeeter Shield Stadium until the third round. Again, 53 seconds as they move guys in and out. Number 38 is into the game, Jaden McCord. I think that's a future hey, great Jayden. running back for the Red Rebels. Great, and his parents are sitting here below us. It's Nicole, and he's put away her uh, her candy crush there that she's playing. And watch this game here. <laughs> Putting away the candy crush. We'll see. As the clock is around 30 seconds, this will be more than likely the last snap of this football game. The snap oh. is had, and it is handed off before the big hit. And Bradley Central is not going to allow the Red Rebels to advance it, but. The game clock is less than the play clock, so that should be all she wrote. That's another W there for Maribel. Great, great game. Count it down with us, Jude. Three, Three, two, two, one. Welcome Uh, to the third round of the playoffs. That's a final here for Maribel High School. Your Red Rebels, 35. The visiting Bradley Central Bears 6. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 postgame show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. If you own a SUV or light truck, Finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV.
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blunt County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Chris is dancing in the press box, but welcome into the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 post-game show right here from Maryville High School, Skeeter Shield Stadium. Jude Ellison, Chris Hips, and myself, Wayne Kaiser, for another post-game to a Rebel victory, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rebels have, have kind of held serve, a little better uh, result here than the first matchup between them and the Bradley Bears. 35-6 to tonight, a late score by Javon Berg, just a rip-off on the third team. Uh, defense for the Rebels, but a dominant performance by the Rebels. I mean, there's just no other way yep. to put it. Honestly, they keep the first team in. I don't know. Maryville has to stop before Bradley stops Maryville, and then I think on the defense it would have been a shutout all the way through. Great night uh, to be a Rebel. Great night for the fans that were here. A nice packed crowd, and then ultimately a uh, a nice night here in November mm-hmm. uh, to really see people out there in, in very light jackets. I've got shorts on. Uh, maybe not of the maybe not the smartest decision I've ever made, but uh, 
but nonetheless, a great night here at Maryville High School. Another win. You have that David Weaver look. It's yeah, Jeff. Jeff. I don't know. What I, said I was like Jeff David Weaver. Look. Jeff Weaver look. The this black is, Jeff Weaver short. This is in uh, in honor of Jeff and his uh, Maryville wins. Yeah. Jeff Weaver copyrighted outfit right there. <laughs> Shorts to be had. But uh, talk about what what looked out on the scorecard as Ken Main provides the stats each and every week. Again, Maryville wins on the scoreboard, thirty-five to six. They win in the first down category, nineteen for the Rebels, ten for Bradley Central. Rushing plays, thirty-nine touches for one fifty-six for Maryville, thirty touches for one seventy-eight for Bradley Central. Passing yards, two hundred and forty-six for Maryville, thirty-five for Bradley Central. Total plays for Maryville, fifty-five plays, four hundred and two yards of offense, forty-five plays for two hundred and thirteen yards for Bradley Central. Honestly, you take away that big rip there at the end of the night by Javon Burke, and, and that's that's a buck fifty for the whole team all night. That's what Javon Burke had in the first matchup. So a uh, big turn for the defense to, to really kind of thwart what Bradley Central brought to, to Maryville High School. But you look at individual stats, Parker McGill, 17 touches, 103 yards, and a touchdown, a 21-yard long. D.J. Burks, one for 19 and a touchdown. Caleb Dunford, two for 15. Carson Jones, eight for 12 yards and a touchdown. Nick Daigle, two for eight. And Noah Vaughn, two for six. Uh, In the receiving category, D.J. Burks, four catches, 89 yards and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, four for 62. Markel Fortenberry, two for 51 and a touchdown. Nick Daigle, two for 34 yards. Jackson Phillips, uh, one for 10. And then uh, on the on the Bradley side of things, really uh, the bright spot, Javon Burke, 21 touches, 119 yards, one touchdown. Again, that one coming very late in the matchup. Uh, Aiden McCleary, uh, six ca- six carries for 48 yards on the quarterback keepers. Uh, and then uh, really the leading receiver for Bradley Central, two catches for 11 yards for Mr. Cannon. Hall, but uh, a dominant performance, as we said, uh, for the Red Rebels, and they are victorious, and they move on to see what we earlier reported as Dobbins Bennett, Mm. but that has now been disputed, returned, and now it could be played tomorrow, could be played. Uh, This is a a developing story that uh, follows social media. It's worth a follow. Even all the coaching staff next door was talking about it. They were not sure what's going on because originally they was given to Dobbins Bennett as a forfeit win or a bye. However, Coach T, right? Was that given by the T? Yeah, and Coach T also approved that it was a COVID Hmm. pass. (laughs) Now, Coach T is is fan-driven, so uh, it's a little bit less. (laughs) It's like Wikipedia. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm saying it's... It was a widespread thought. is now talking about the game being played tomorrow. I guess we were told something about a player tested negative, then had a fever prior to the game. And Uh, and then it got really hairy. And then something about... The health department was called in about the heated or the temperature check, and he was showing up positive after the game actually was about to kick off. That's weird. That's 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 tough. So that's where we are at this guy. moment. We've <laughs> got running the stadium here. Yeah. He's coming up He'll here. come up here not tired. Watch DJ Burks coming up here right now. Let's take us a quick break. Get DJ set up. He is our player of the game for the second time here in 2020. Yep. We'll talk to him on the flip side of the break. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Jerome Moon would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blunt County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blunt County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at bluntareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career you can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blunt County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Come on! Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them, show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. And welcome show back to Maribel High School, Jim Renfro Field, where we have the Rebel Radio Player of the Game, a two-time, two-time Player of the Game recipient, DJ Burks. DJ, welcome in, man. Uh, can't say enough. You, you've done it twice. You've done both of them here at Jim Renfro, uh, but you just balled out tonight. Four, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, just just had your hands on the ball either way, whether you was on offense or defense, man. Just had a killer night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit off air, like, what did you see to, to really get in that position to get those two picks? We talked about the one that I think Jude called a Mike Trout layout. Yeah. We talked about your baseball career a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, really, you were – I don't want to say that you weren't in position because I think given that play, you're always going to be in position. But what uh, what did you see that really made you want to jump that? Well, um, you know, they like to throw the ball to number two and number three. And uh, they were both on the opposite side of me. And I ended up playing middle of the field. And one of them broke towards the middle. And I just read the quarterback and made the play. Absolutely. And, and then the other one, uh, just, just a clean, just uh, it kind of aired out a little bit and you just kind of run under it. But uh, the two touchdowns, uh, the one uh, you kind of got caught in the crossing route and then you just got north and south. And then where did that gear come from? Like yeah. it just all of a sudden there, you were at the 25 and I was mm-hmm. like, there's two guys with an angle. And then you just leaned for the pylon and, and it was over. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I saw they're both you know, running at me at a good angle. So I just picked up my feet. I guess. <laughs> turned yeah, it yeah. up. Turned it up. But uh, 
But Jude, what 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 did we keep saying about DJ all night? I mean, like even even on some of the the I think it was a another touchdown pass over here mm-hmm. in the in the corner. You were blocking down there. Yeah, you were does. just an all around uh, player tonight. As as you you know you, you had a you know maybe have a miscue early on and then you make up for it and then you get the pick and then you get a touchdown and then you get another pick. I mean. We we uh we definitely uh raised up number one here tonight. <laughs> and uh, uh Tony Clark over here wore number one while he was here, so uh okay. he showed number one well. Yes, <laughs> but uh but DJ, uh just another week in the in the life of a rebel, uh another victory, another round of the playoffs upcoming here in a, in another week. We don't know who you're gonna play yet. I don't know if you've heard that hoopla, but you'll hear about it. it. You'll hear about it. But uh again, it's next man. It's next team up, right? It's it's of just course. the next uh, opponent. They'll be coming here, uh, so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. But uh, great game tonight. Great performance. Uh, again, a week uh, off last week, but you you made up for it tonight. So Rebel Radio Player of the Game for the second time here in 2020, yeah. DJ Burks. First time anyone's won this award twice. So you'll have two T-shirts, four wristbands, mm-hmm. two plaques. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to be ready. And you've got enough stickers to cover a whole back glass. If this thing covers over to next year, I say that he'll win a couple more then. So he'll definitely have the big – he'll have the market on the – You're going to have to get a station wagon just to put all (laughs) the stickers on the back of it. I hope so. I appreciate it, and I won't hold you up. I know you you probably like to get out and get your weekend started, but thanks for for coming up and talking to us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. DJ Burks, again, week – or game number 11's player of the game here at Rebel Radio. Let's take a quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll close up what's been another win here at Maryville High School and another win for the Red Rebels here in 2020. We'll be right back. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
And welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium as we wrap up another victory here for your Red Rebels. 35-6 to was the score on the scoreboard, the Denzo scoreboard. But as we wrap this thing up, let's thank our sponsors for making this thing happen. Twin City Certified in Maryville bring us the game of the week every week. Stevenson Tire, West Chevrolet, the right spot in Alcoa. If you haven't been there, you should. You'll be glad you did. Volunteer Home Mortgage, Lee Franks in the bunch there. Whitlock & Company, PC, Bob Ramsey State Representative, District 20, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Denso Manufacturing, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Everting Orthodontics, and The Grind, WKVL's Evening Sports Show. Again, covering all things Blunt County sports. But uh, Jude Ellison, Chris Hibbs, let's kind of close this thing up. What uh, Again, talking about D.J. Burks, can you say enough about a, a consummate teammate, just a great guy, and, and, and again, first two-time winner of Rebel Radio Player of the Game, but uh, very, very deserving. Probably won it in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's well-deserving. I mean, just a humble kid. You can tell has great roots. I mean, and a great teammate, just the way he talks about his teammates, how great you know they work together. And, you know, it's just a great player you want to deal with, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you want to be on DJ's yeah. team. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that, that helps offensively, defensively. I mean, he's back there deep for kickoffs. I mean, he's just everywhere. But, uh, but guys, just an, another update from the Ming-Ming County. Dobbins been at Saga, if you will. Looks like the game is, is tentatively to be played tomorrow, uh, 7 p.m. That's the Coach T, uh, what they're saying. Uh, we'll see if that happens, if that's what's going to go on. We we logistically talked in the break about keeping a t- yeah. football team up there, or do you truck them back and forth? I mean, I think that dynamic is, is one to be talked about and one to watch. But nonetheless, one of them will come back here next week. But uh, shorten uh, the list there, uh, shorten the, uh, the, the week for whatever team that is. It'll be down to six six days for those guys and we'll see uh who shows up here mm-hmm. next friday night but the maryville rebels have steamrolled yet another early playoff opponent and that means another red rebel victory the rebels improved to 11 and 0 as the bradley bears head home eight and four and 2020 has come to a close final score for maryville high school maryville 35 bradley central six as we finish up here at maryville high school i want to take time to thank all that made this broadcast possible, Larry Hedrick, Athletic Director, and the great administration here at MHS, Mr. Ken Main, Statman Extraordinaire, for keeping us up to the minute, and a special thanks back in the studio to Laura for keeping us in and out of breaks all night long. But for Jude Ellison and Chris Hips, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. But if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels. Rebels. All I do, all I, all I, all I, all I do is And they stay there.